lots of land and the starry skies above. Don't fence me in. Let me ride through the wide open country that I love. Don't fence me in. Let me be by myself in the evening breeze. Listen to the murmur of the cottonwood trees. Send me off forever, but I ask you please. Don't fence me in. Don't fence me in. Just turn me loose. Let me straddle my old saddle underneath the western skies. On my guise, let me wander over yonder till I see the mountains rise. I want to ride to the ridge where the west commences. Gaze at the moon until I lose my senses. in here i didn't even notice those when i came in what's uh what is the uh what does that do what do those lights do young matt like what do these lights ah oh, you diffused oh i see oh wow they're like uh uh diffusing it's uh huh you know what I, I think I might have to do, though, is I might have to get those uh, headphones back because for whatever reason, um, it, my headphones are screwing up again because I'm, I'm doing the, the, uh, the, the it's the uh, it's always the, the connector. So I can't really. Uh, it's uh, something about the connector. 
it never fails either, man. You know, like these things. I, I just I could probably do it, but I, I like these. Yeah, I'll see if I can. It's just that they they. Uh, I don't know whether it's what it is though. I I just I guess. Yeah, I like those a lot better than the, than the than the Mickey Mouse ears. But uh, yeah, I like I like you know. Yeah, okay, that, that's fine. I, I I thought you know. Yeah. Okay, I'll figure this out. All right, there we go. Here. There we go. Just a little. It's a little. Just another manic Monday, as they say. So good morning this morning, everybody. New lights and everything else. It's Thanksgiving week, and I'm still debating whether or not going to do a Friday show. I'm just, I'm beat. So I'm thinking, you know, and I've got all this stuff going on. I'm trying to figure out whether or not I'm going to bother with a Friday show. Oh, are you kidding me? Really? What the hell? Hold on a second here. Oh, people. Okay, this is this drives me crazy. So I buy this cold brew. It says it's black coffee, and it's got to have um, it's got to have sugar in it. It's like really, people. Let me. Okay, here's the deal. I'm gonna I'm gonna text Mark Kaysen and beg him to bring me in a, a, a thing of coffee. Honestly, America, does everything friggin' have to have sugar in it for you? Does everything have to have sweetener in it? No, I'm gonna have Mark bring it. In. I'm gonna. I want him. To, I want to delay. Make him. I mean, come on, people. I can't pick up a thing of black coffee without having to check whether or not there's sugar in the thing or not. I mean, really, people. Oh Lord. I'm. You know. It's not half bad, but ugh. I mean, everything's got to have. Uh, hold on. Let me. Let me get. Kason's probably gonna get me something with friggin' banana in it or something. Oh, my. Can't we just have a cup of black coffee, people? Let me just see if he's... Uh, here's the deal, though. The problem is, like most liberals, is I'll ask Mark for a cup of coffee, and it'll become a big-ass ordeal. You know, well, I don't know. It's going to make me late. I'm going to blah, blah, blah. Let me just... Uh, and I, Here, Mark, can you grab me a cup of... Here, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to call his ass. Figure that one out. I'll do that. Then I'm going to get to, to uh, Mike Pence staring down Putin. Do you see that? That was awesome. Here, hang on. Let me see. Cason uh, will act like this is like I'm asking him for the moon, I guarantee you. I, but, but I'm going to go, only if you're getting coffee. And he'll say, no, I'll get, I'll get, the, I'll get coffee and I'll, I'll do it. It's just going to be a problem. Man, people just, I, I can't get a cup of black coffee. A thing of black coffee? It said black on it. But it, it's sweetened. It's like, if you, if you don't, let me tell you something. Hey. Hello? Let's not be able to, is, is, do I, on my end, is there a problem? Hold on. He didn't even say hello. What is with this with on Skype about people not saying hello? Let me figure this out here. Hey. Hello there. Hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I'm sort of in a bad cell area, but go ahead. Okay. Well, uh, are you on your way in? Yes. Okay. Are you getting coffee? 
Uh, no. Okay, why I not? Won't. If if I if I have to stop, I won't. I'll be late. Okay, that's I knew that was going to be the case. It's always just too much of a too much of a thing. No, it's yeah, okay. I'm telling you. Yeah, it's fine. But 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 if you but no, but I, I might. It, no, I don't want coffee. I was just asking if you were okay. stopping for coffee because I wanted you to be nah, energetic for this I, morning. I'm not stopping for. Okay, I didn't. I wasn't asking you to get me some. I was going to ask. I just wanted to see if you were going to have some because I want to make sure you were energetic this morning because we were talking about energy. Oh yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm ready. Oh okay, good. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Okay. Okay, great. Thank you. Good deal. Okay, see you. Bye bye. Just want to make sure. Yeah, see, I knew it's going to be. You know, I've got to stop. It's going to do this. Gonna be taken forever. I mean, I, it's like you can't just run by a convenience store. Of course, I understand that because it was yesterday when I bought the black coffee, and I was uh, thinking, "Oh, I'm going to be on top of the game. I'm going to be ahead of the game." It was Natalie's birthday weekend, and so everything was very busy. And uh, you know, and it started on you know Friday, obviously, because Friday was her birthday. So we just it, it was a big long weekend, and and I love I loved it. It was an enjoyable one for sure. And so I thought, well, I know what I'll do. I'll grab my energy drink. Which is my monster, which I love, and it, this was uh, uh, buy two get one free, which is good. So I hooked up that. I hooked up my monster. So that'll take me through Wednesday. Then I uh, bought then the cold brew at that point, and I was thinking that'll be cool because uh, I'll have the cold brew, and I like to drink the cold black coffee. I don't like to complain too much. I hope you guys don't think I'm complaining too much. But uh, I so I I did go ahead and then get the cold brew ahead of time, but it's like it said black coffee on. I'm going perfect, and it's like would I really check to see whether it's sweetened or not or whatever? Man, people have to have sugar in friggin' everything. Put sugar on grapefruit. Put sugar on in tea. It's like you know, and I'm I'm not criticizing people who. Uh, who put sugar on there, but what's happening is, is you are, um, then I, then I have to check everything because you want things with sugar in it. And then I have to check everything to make sure it, it doesn't have sugar in it. And then it, everything has sugar in it. So that's what I'm saying. All right. So anyway, did you see Mike Pence staring down Putin? By the way, Pence was wearing some big ass, uh, defensive armory, man. I'll tell you that. They must. They must be. Uh, when he was, they must be really afraid of uh, of what's going on. So they had this uh, uh, this uh, little na- na- association of southeastern Southeast Asian nations conference in in Singapore, and they discussed arms control and and, and other issues there, and. So I'll what I'll do is I'll put a link or or maybe uh I'll send a link but anyway they were at the uh the summit and so Bolton's there and Pence is there as well and Pence I'll tell you they must be they were they must be kind of really worried about his safety because he's wearing a he's wearing a gigantic bulletproof vest he looks like a uh you know, he's he, he, it's like he's really super bulked up. It's on it's at the sun.co.uk. The reason I'm asking you that, Brian is uh, uh Matt is because um I uh 
on my Facebook page, for some reason, I can't sign in for some reason. Uh, and, yeah, Scott's like, I like sugar. I know people just love sugar. I get it. I was just complaining for the because it was just funny. I got trapped with them. And, and, and by the way, these little these little babies are like four fifty. These little bitches, there's four fifty for this thing, for a Starbucks, I, and, and it's my fault for for paying four fifty for eleven ounces of Starbucks black coffee. It's really actually my fault, right? It kind of is. It's like I, you know, if, if I've got to. If if I you know if I'm that stupid to pay four fifty for a for a little baby glass bottle of Starbucks coffee, I deserve everything I'm getting. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean it's it's my fault. No matter what, four fifty for this thing. I should have known better anyway. I was like, okay, uh, yeah, Vicky. What it says is it does. It, here's what it is. It, it, if you look at the label very closely. It, the black is highlighted, right? So it's, I mean, it's, so it's in the, I don't want to make too big of a deal of this, but, but, but so it's in the, the thing, uh, in the case, and it's, and it, and it's, and as you can see, it's, well, you can't really see, but it's, it's black and the, and the, and the black is highlighted. And so I'm thinking, okay, great. It just says black on it, but underneath it says sweetened. So, you know, I don't know. It didn't, there's nothing. It just is, it's, it's my fault. It's really not, it's really not. Starbucks fault, but boy, I'll tell you. And now I've got four fifty worth of. You guys want this because it's got sugar in it, but you can have it. It's got four fifties. This is four fifties worth of useless Starbucks material right here. You know what I'm saying? But it says black. It's 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 this is black, and then on the bottom in in fine print it says sweetened. I was like, well, I don't know. You know why? You know. No, I'm. I am. I just was. I was asked about the Hillary, so I'm. I'm responding to a question by that somebody gave me. So, uh, I'm. I'm. I'm responding to a question. So it's not that I. I did let it go. I was on to Mike Pence, and then I was asked about it. So I. I responded to it because somebody followed up on their uh, question about it. So yeah. Anyway, that's what it is. So I. Did you find the link already, Matt? Or it, it just says um, it's Putin Pence and it's uh, the Sun. Yeah, God, oh, you put the link up there? Perfect. Yeah, good. So anyway, if you guys want to look at the, uh, whoop. Yeah, Hillary's like all Starbucks stuff is useless. It is. I think you're right. You know, I should have, I shouldn't have fallen. See, now you got me back into it, Hillary. I, now, now I've got the, uh, I, now you got me back into it, but you're right. It's uh, everything about that whole debacle is, is my, my problem. Anyway, so Pence is, first of all, wearing this gigantic, bulletproof vest and and it's 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 uh he's seemingly the only one and so he goes up and meets with uh with putin and they they talk a little bit here and they're kind of it's just kind of like a it's just kind of like a uh you know like a well hey what's up i'll talk to you but pence was not going to be caught dead like smiling uh, with with putin and he's up there, and he's like scow- almost scowling at Putin. But P- Pence is smart because, of course, everybody knows that if you merely smile at Putin, although Bolton didn't have that problem, Bolton is here, and he is uh, 
he's he's like smiling and laughing and everything else, but there's Pence just scowling at the guy. It's pretty good. It's pretty good theater there. Because Pence knows the cameras are all on him, and he's like not going to... He's got kind of a little bit of a smile on him. Bolton acts like he's, he's seen like a long-lost friend, which is fine because Bolton doesn't give a crap, right? He, he, doesn't, he doesn't care what, uh, what the press or the media is going to say. And, 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 and Pence kind of doesn't either, but, but Pence is like scowling at him. Like, you know, like it's almost like he's posing for a picture so that for, forever he can be you know, on the record is scowling at, at Vladimir Putin. But boy, is he, that's a good one. Mama K, Madrinas, I know, Madrinas, but I got to get the, get the black version of Madrinas. But yeah, you're, you're, uh, you're absolutely right about that. So we've got that going and we finally have, um, we, we finally have uh, the election in Florida settled, by the way. So, uh, so Rick Scott is the next U.S. Senator. Nelson's finally given up. And we've got uh, Gillum finally conceding for the second time. So Florida's done. Thank goodness we can do away with all that kind of stuff and, 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 and forget all about that and, and worry more about, for instance, people in California where apparently uh, this, this situation in, in California with the now 1,000 people missing, I mean, it is unbelievable what's happening there and i am so worried about those people there and it's man it's it's just been it's been crazy so we've got uh down in florida that coast taken care of out west it's a problem still and it could be a major major catastrophe and then down at the border do you realize they even have uh mexicans are starting to protest the invaders did you see this? Uh, the, there are uh, there are Mexicans with Mexican flags marching to the shelters where there is an influx of Central American migrants made their way to Tijuana, and now the t- residents of Tijuana want these people to get the hell out of there. There are 2,000 Central Americans who are right now uh, staying at the shelter because the, the, the Tijuana government set up the shelter as, as, uh, as a city saw all this buildup of, of these migrants c- like continuing to keep going on and on and on. Hundreds of them and now 2,000 of them. And... I don't know whether you I now see I didn't watch the news over the weekend so I didn't see the regular newscasts but I'd be curious to find out whether or not there are individuals who are in the mainstream media covering this story because this is video only shared by uh, a journalist who is on the scene and, and some of these protesters like these these Mexicans are wearing wrestling masks and bandanas over their faces and 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 <laughs> uh, Matt 
Matt, you know where I, I don't know how you even get a wrestling mask, but you apparently knew where to get one for your Halloween costume. But these guys are wearing some of these Mexicans are wearing wrestling masks. You know, and it's funny how I, I did again, I didn't see anything covered, although, again, I didn't watch the mainstream media. I did see a little bit of cable here and there, but I didn't know whether or not there were people who were covering this story but these mexicans are are out there in force they they've, they've all got mexican flags <laughs> blowing horns and stuff and they're marching to the shelters <laughs> blowing their horns i've never seen so many mexican flags by the way At first, I thought it was a Democrat rally in California, but it's not. It, it's 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 uh, it's a bunch of people from Tijuana, and they're carrying their signs and telling the central. Man, this is a wrestling mask. <laughs> the guy's got the guy's got a the guy's got an Oakland. Let's see, what does it say here? The guy's got an Oakland Raiders uh, jersey on and a wrestling mask. And a hat. It says, uh, but it says Raiders de la something or other. Um, but he's wearing that. And these guys, this is a pretty big story. They sell those masks in Mexico at touristy souvenir stores. Thanks, Gail. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't know. I don't know how a wrestling mask would be determined to be a souvenir from Mexico, but um, may, you know, maybe stranger things have happened, I guess. But <laughs> Margaret sounds like a high school band. It kind of, <laughs> oh, you mean a a bad high school band? But nonetheless, yeah. Are they being criticized, by the way, by the media as being xenophobic? Are, are these are these the white supremacists the news media was looking for? Look at all these. Look at all these white nationalists. Carrying Mexican flags and wearing wrestling masks and bandanas over their face. Are these white nationalists? Are they going to call them that, the news media? White nationalist racists? Xenophobes? Republican Trump supporters? <laughs> there are hundreds of them, too. And, 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 and they are not in any way shape or form, putting up with this garbage. Police forces were able to uh, secure the the shelter because I think they were afraid that the, and I hope this doesn't happen, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to, look at you people, you all know so much about Mexico. Father Tom's like, it's the fascination with Fucador, Fuchador wrestling. Okay, got it, baby. So anyway, I guess they thought maybe the maybe some of the Mexicans were going to like raid the shelter and start beating the the migrants to a pulp. I hope they wouldn't do that, but uh, that's how that's how livid these people are. Some of the protests have turned violent, and it's not been necessarily the migrants starting it. Some of them have are, are the the Mexicans starting it. Some people have been throwing rocks and stuff like that. 
This is part. This is the caravan, people. This is the caravan that once again the media has said is just full of a bunch of uh, innocent little babies and and mommies and puppies, Central American puppies. And, and and they and and they keep telling us that these people are all just so sweet and just looking for a life. And, and and we're told that anytime any any mere criticism of anything that they do, you're a racist, xenophobe, Trump supporting, hateful Republican. But 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 instead what we get is this. And, and, and this is the same kind of problem, and I'm telling you, it all goes back to the Enemedia. It all goes back to the Enemedia that lie and create scenarios that don't exist. Ask Beto O'Rourke and Stacey Abrams and Gillum about how the media lies, because they all thought they were going to be the king of the hill. Stacey Abrams still remains so ass-hurt about losing because Oprah told her she was going to win. And the media told her she was going to win because how could you not win being the first black female running for governor of Georgia? You deserve this. This is your, this is your ticket. You deserve this. They did the same thing to Hillary Clinton Oh, there's no way Hillary Clinton could possibly lose. And anybody who could possibly uh, be against Hillary Clinton winning must be a sexist, misogynist, deplorable pig. She's got this in the bag. There's no path to victory for President Trump. It's the same lies over and over again, just in different formulations. Just in, just in different forms, but the media lies the same all the time. They misrepresent, and people believe them, and then suddenly they're like, oh, this isn't what it is. I'm sure in Tijuana and Mexico and everything else, I'm sure even the Mexican media, they're lauding all these people. They're, 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 oh, it's a caravan of, you know. It's it's the it's the it's the weekend dance people. It's the caravan of weekend dance, of men without hats, babies and mommies and little and 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 little midgets running around, and they're just coming to America, to to uh, to 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 clean Barack Obama's hotel bathroom. But they're coming to America for a for a brand new life, a life that will. Uh, give them everything, and, and we as Americans must embrace them. And I'm sure Mexico was like, yeah, yeah, they're just like us. They're his, I'm sure they, I'm sure at some point they thought this was going to work out for them. Yeah, Anthony points out, yeah, the, the, uh, the Mexican media, I'm sure. Jorge Ramos. I'm sure Tijuana's like, thanks a lot, Telemundo. Thanks a ton, Jorge Ramos. For all that you've uh, done for us, Jorge Ramos was standing out there in that infamous interview that he did with Martha McCallum, I think it was. I played it for you. And we were, uh, I, I, was, I was narrating the video as it went along. Remember that? 
And I, I was, I, and, and, and Jorge Ramos was talking about how wonderful all these people are and how amazing they are. And, and I was telling you, I go, wait a minute. First of all, there's not a woman or a child in the mix anywhere here. And it's a bunch of like 25 year old dudes wearing Hollister t shirts with bandanas over their faces. On their way, being escorted by tour buses with blinking hazard lights. I mean, this is crazy. Oh, no. Yeah, Mama Kate. George Ramos. But, yeah. And and even then, we were like, this is a bunch of crap. These people aren't the, the, the teeming, hungry Statue of Liberty masses. It's a bunch of, a bunch of Central American dudes. Uh, deported criminals, a lot of them, coming up here, and now and and then they wander into Tijuana, and in Tijuana, which by the way, in itself is, well, I don't know, I haven't been there, so I won't call it a hellhole, but I didn't, I've, I haven't heard necessarily great things about about Tijuana. Let's put it this way. When I when I when people talk about going to Mexico to vacation, normally they're not going to Tijuana. But anyway, all the people in Tijuana are like, um, now we have a couple of thousands of Central Americans in Tijuana, which which probably already is a community that is strapped as it is financially. And and all these people are going crazy in Mexico, and and, and now they have to keep the people apart because uh, th- there's a strong possibility that there's going to be like violence between them, and and the migrants are already throwing rocks at people in the communities where they're invading. How do you think that's going to go over? So anyway, I'd love to see how the uh, the uh, morning uh, – and thank you, Anthony, for an update. You guys are really up on your Mexican facts, your Mexico facts about Mexico. You all want to learn about facts about Mexico? You just consult the Radio Free Almond Army. They'll tell you everything you need to know about Mexico. I'm really proud to say that, and I am. I have a question. It is asked Immediately, without pause and accurately by the people of the Radio Free Almond Nation. If I have one little question, I have a little question about Tijuana. And Anthony's like, well, you know, Tijuana isn't as bad as it used to be uh, 10 years ago. It's now a close-knit community. I'm like, good, fine. Okay, thank you for that. So you guys have all, all, all kinds of news. Oh, where do they – we have a priest listening to Radio Free Almond who put me up to date with why they buy wrestling masks in Mexico. I mean, come on now. How, about, how much better of an audience can you possibly get? And then, then somebody else, I think, uh, even narrowed it down to a certain type of wrestling in Mexico where they, they like to wear the masks. So I just, I'm amazed by you people. I love this. 
<laughs> We're a bunch of smart people. Why else would we be here? That's right, Leash. You definitely are. I, I'm, I'm, I, I guarantee you a little later on, because I've been having a conversation about this, uh, this vintage typewriter I was able to nail down for Natalie for her birthday because she, she, she wanted a typewriter. Not many 11-year-olds want a typewriter for their birthday, but Natalie did. And so I managed to get this uh, typewriter. And uh, and I'm sure all of you know everything there is to know about pretty much every type of vintage typewriter out there. I, I guarantee you when I start talking about it, I'll hear story after story about typewriter. So I love that because we're all very, very smart people here. But I appreciate you. Yeah, but so uh, keep keep up to date on the main show. Oh, 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 see? How about an unsweetened? Oh, see, now here's the – okay, right. So here's the difference. Is there any difference – in these bottles whatsoever and how they look, except for that little uh, subtlety known as sweetened versus unsweetened. Not really. No. It's like, I, I just don't know why they would have to. Why, 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 why does Starbucks have to be so coy about their sweet or unsweet? But thank you, man. Thank you, Morgan. It's sweet of you to do that for me. But yeah. It's like kind of like... Guess whether it's sweetened or unsweetened. It's the Starbucks coffee guessing game. Oh, great. I'll be happy to play that in my nearby 7-Eleven. Oh, no, that's good. There's no little bit of, Although there's sugar in here, I'll save this for anybody who wants it. Because, uh, and I won't, I promise I won't spit in it. Because after about 45 minutes of doing the show, I'm looking for something to spit in. I don't know whether you guys have noticed that or not. Probably not. Probably like, dude, you're gross. What are you, what's wrong with you? I don't know. It's just the way it is. Hold on. Cajun's on the way in. I can't stop. If I stop, I'll be late. It's like, okay, whatever. Let's see what. See, I want to see how. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure that uh, that Cajun uh, must be um, incensed at the white supremacists down there in Mexico in Tijuana not liking the influx of Central Americans. He, he, he must be ready to just go full bore on, on all of them, and, uh, and uh, he's going he's gonna to go off on them when he comes in today. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, that, but there's, there was really no difference in the bottles, was there, people? But thank you, Morgan. I love this. And it's cold brew, too. It's Star- but it is still Starbucks. I know we're still giving, uh, we're giving Starbucks something, but I love it. Yeah. Yeah, Lise, is that right? I can't stop. I mean, if I stop, it'll I will I'll be late. <laughs> you in a mood today? You seem very serious today. It's because is it because the the world is crumbling around you? <laughs> um, it's great. It's so great that we have the the first African American governor of Florida. <laughs> Not. How do you like that nineteen nineties? Not thing. It's pretty good. Anyway, we're gonna have a little fun with Marco. <laughs> Mark's... Oh Lord, you gotta laugh a little bit, right? Because this is fun, isn't it? And, and don't worry, Stacey Abrams will be the next governor of Georgia. You, they'll have that big march down there, and you know, Al Sharpton will be down there, and she'll be she'll be the next governor of Georgia. You you just re- don't don't you don't you worry.
What would you do with the money if you didn't have to pay your house payment for two months, especially around the holidays? That's right. No house payment for two months. This is James Hawkins at Golden Oak Lending. Don't let money problems spoil your holidays. You can use the increased value of your home to pay off bills or get cash out. Put two months of house payments in your pocket. Visit GoldenOakLending.com or call 314-567-GOLD. NMLS 1149-37-111 West Fort Plaza, St. Louis, Missouri. Call 567-GOLD. Everybody. I bet you look good on the dance floor, Mark Kaysen. Good morning, good morning. Live from the Discovery Design Truck Care and Manufacturing Studios, it is Radio Free Almond. Now you say live. We are live. Live from Mexico. You like that, don't you? Mexico. What do you have against Mexico now? I don't have anything because against Donald Mexico. Because said something? No, I'm, I, I am, it's, it's fascinating to see all the white supremacists down there in Tijuana who don't want the Central American migrants in their, in their midst. And who are they? Who are they? Who, who are, who? are they? Who are, what do you mean a bun- they? A bunch of Mexican they're, they're, they're citizens? Residents of, they're residents what, of Mexico. We, we just do, we just do whatever the Mexican citizens tell us to do, right? So if Mexican citizens don't like people from Honduras, then that's what we should do. No, what I'm saying is the whole rap has been, and keep in mind... Oh, I know the rap. The whole rap has been that it is all about xenophobic white supremacists... Perfect. ...who don't want this, these people from the caravan coming to their town and coming to the United States, when the fact of the matter is... People don't like to be invaded, period. It's not really necessarily part of the, of the human condition to want people to come in and just squat all over your community. When have you been invaded by anyone? And the answer is never. Well, I've never. Just been, I've just been invaded by you. That's, you walked in, that's, you that's about the worst thing that's ever happened to you. Well, in terms of invasions, yes. <laughs> yeah, There's other, other, other worse things that have happened to me. And, but, and, yeah. and you know, when, when I meet... The, the, the almond audience all over St. Louis. They're not xenophobic. They're not crazy. They're not acting insane. They're not deplorables. They're nothing bad. It's all Donald. And he's going to jail. So, right. but, I mean, all listen, even Lindsey Graham somehow recovered some degree of sanity over the weekend if you did you hear him no yeah i mean he said that he is strongly pushing for the the legislation to protect Mueller. oh yeah so what though well, no no that, that, that's just, you know there, there, there shouldn't be for instance legislation to protect Mueller. because that's the most ridiculous people, thing i've ever heard okay. of okay but but republicans smart ones all see where this is headed they looked at the numbers over 100 million people showed up at this election, and the the number now 
it's over. It's almost eight percent, and they they believe when all the votes are counted, <laughs> it might be as high as nine percent victory by Democrats over Republicans in the House. The the numbers are it, well. It's no, already thirty seven thirty seven seats and going Demo- up every Democrat, day. Democrats were supposed to win, and they are in in a, in a midterm election. And had, they're winning. Had big. they not won, that would have been surprising yeah. to they're, most people. They're winning big, but okay, big, very first, big. First things biggest first. Since, no, biggest no, no. since You're, Watergate. You, you, Mark, you lost. You guys lost all One your, election. No, all your big races. You guys lost the governor's race in Florida, the governor's race in uh, the senator's Come race on. in Florida, the Senate race in Texas, the governor's race in Georgia. All your little uh, unicorny mirages of who is going to be there and here, and and the only person you actually individually were successful about was Cortez and Ocasio I can't wait till she becomes the next speaker of the house. No, I'm looking she, forward to it. She'll probably be, although you and I will probably be in a nursing home by then, but she'll probably be a, a president one day. She probably okay. will. Yeah, well, yeah. 25 and, and, years. And she'll be joined by Stacey Abrams, years. who will be the next governor of Georgia. I mean, in 25 years. will be great. In 25 years, she'll still be younger than you are. I think, I hope. In 25 years. I hope. She's a very young lady. And and brilliant. Right. Have, That's you, why heard, think, have you ever heard her speak? Oh, yeah. I, I love No, talking. she's incredible. When she talks about uh, how she's going to pay for all her programs, she sounds brilliant. Dumb yeah. as a bag of hair. I, al- I also heard you talking last week one day about where she was getting her information, she was mentored by Ted Kennedy. <laughs> no, this, is, this lady is a serious person. You know what? Here's, here's the only good thing about that. She, uh, th- I, I'm glad she was mentored by Ted Kennedy instead of being driven around Massachusetts by him. That was probably wise be, not because, to go be, in a car because with it's, him. It's, it probably saved her life. Uh, that's probably true. Yeah, right. I, 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 I th- I'm sure that Ted Kennedy at one point suggested maybe they take a drive. I can't and say. She's like, and, and, and as dumb as Ocasio-Cortez is, she still dumb. has to know about Mary Jo Kopechnik. Yeah. Honestly, you, you need to listen to her because she's not dumb. Okay. Well, she's you know very, what? No, she's no, very no. smart. Mark, that's why I think she ought to be uh, the next Speaker of the House. What do you think? Well, it, it's going to be President Pelosi, right? And 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 I'm I'm thrilled with it. I have no problem. But what do you think about? I mean, she she's not as she's not as left as I would like, but she's trying to find that spot that continues the great success that the Democrats are having right now. What do you think? What do you? You still didn't answer my question. Yeah, do ahead. you do you support Ocasio Cortez as the next Speaker of the of House? Of course not. Why? Because Nancy. What Pelosi do you have against Hispanic Latina Nan- women? Nancy Pelosi has brilliantly managed to raise money, organize the party, and really created this victory. That that I know you're I laughing. You're laughing because one lady lost by point. <laughs> Two percent, point two percent. It was fifty fifty. See, that's where you you guys are missing it. The country is moving dramatically left, and and look, if if everybody in 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 Florida and in Georgia that wanted to vote had been able to vote, I mean, there, it probably would have been by maybe two percent we'd have won, but that's okay. Uh, look, you forget. The 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 Shelby County County versus Holder uh, case that gutted 
the the Voting Rights Act, the 1965 Voting Rights Act, because otherwise, well, of course, you know, under this administration, they wouldn't have even they'd have thrown the law out anyway. But Georgia has been watched closely for 50 years because they were the, one of the places where black people used to have to count the jelly okay, beans. All right, okay, all right. You forget. Enough, enough. I want to go back to Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah. Because it's, it's a typical kind of uh, white liberal thing. Yeah. Where you guys always want your minorities always in their particular places. So so as much as you've been touting, you want Ocasio-Cortez to be president of the United States someday, but she's not good enough to be Speaker of the House. I thought that was interesting, an interesting answer from you. She was about just this. elected. <clears throat> she she was elected first time to Congress. Give her a second to 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 figure out the lay of the land. To, to well, I thought to, I thought she was brilliant. She Why is does brilliant. she have to figure she out the lay brilliant. of the land? She is brilliant. And 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 let her let her get her act together. I'm sure. Like I said, I'm sure in 25 years. She'll probably be a president of the United States, which would be a great thing. Now, you know, we'll see. But 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 she but she's just but she's just not quite there yet to be speaker. Well, Nancy so Pelosi guys- has has the experience and the the immediate success. Right. People who are successful often Get the, the Nancy, advantage Nancy, for their success. Nancy Pelosi she actually is, is successful only because she has managed to squash any female liberal in their efforts to become anything but a serf to Nancy Pelosi. Oh, come on. Name, what, what name, another, name another prominent female Democrat in the House Who's going anywhere, or as he has gone anywhere? Nancy Pelosi, for all her talk about girl power and everything else, hasn't lifted a finger to help any of these oh, young women. First of all, no, that's she not true. And secondly, the, the 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 leaders in the Democratic Party that that were just elected, the and many great people coming from state legislatures, you know, came in and 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 were elected and met with Nancy Pelosi. And one after another, they have all come back saying, you know, we might end up going with Pelosi. That's because they met with her and they were impressed. They were impressed by her attitude. She knows this is the end of anything that she's going to be doing in politics. She's 78 years old. I mean, you know, what has she got? Five, ten more years? You know, ten on the outside, probably? I mean, look, she... okay. Mark, come on he, again. Here's the thing. Uh, I, I again, I understand your reasons for wanting Pelosi to be House Speaker, but your reaction to my suggestion that Ocasio Cortez, who is would be the standard bearer for this new radical left leaning America, she's leading it now, should be the Speaker of the House under all of your circumstances. No. Yet when I ask you, you're like, no, she shouldn't be. No, she Nancy should. Pelosi's yeah. Stelman. It's what, like, oh, you what's going to happen? You're going to see is 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 Ocasio Cortez will be a a terrific leader in the no. party. Nancy Pelosi won't let her do and, it. No. She, she I, won't let well, it let it happen. That's, no, you, that's you, far you, from do true. Do you think Nancy Why Pelosi appreciates when Ocasio Cortez is outside of her office with protesters? I, I think so. Okay, I, I th- absolutely. In fact, if, if you listened, maybe you did. If you listened to what they were saying out there, the, the protesters were there, 
And Ocasio-Cortez came out and talked to them about trying to, to pull the Democratic Party together and to, to, to not to send them away, no, they were talking about but global to, allow them, to allow them to protest, yeah. but at the same time to recognize <laughs> right. Nancy Pelosi they, they, for they, who she is. They talked about global warming. They were there to protest uh, climate change yeah. legislation or, or the need for that. The very week that there wasn't one city in America that had temperatures above 40 it's it's climate change. Except for, it's, it's except not, for South it's not Beach, war, it's not warming. It's climate change. <laughs> but let let but let this me say funny. Let me it's like they yeah. Pick the here's, worst possible week they here's can pick what's to be funny. Global here's warming. what's funny. What this is, is funny. This is funny. I mean, what I, what I really I, I you wanted me to bring coffee. I was looking around. I didn't want you to bring coffee. Okay. I called to ask whether you were getting coffee. I was looking around my house at that moment, and I was in a bad uh, cell area. Because what I wanted to bring in was a rake. Because honestly, that's that's the that's the story of the day. The president how of the you, United how, States, this man, he is wait, wait. delusional. How can you? He thinks that we could stop forest fires by raking leaves. He's nuts. <laughs> And, and, how can you how can you carry a rake when you're yeah. flying in on a broom? That's true. I don't understand That's how that it works. When uh, the rake would would start would lean you a certain yeah. way the, when you're when you're flying in. The president broom. of Finland said, "I didn't tell him anything about any rakes. This is his idea. And by the way, why don't they have forest fires in Finland? Well, one reason could be that they have snow on the ground for over six months of the year." And their average temperature is in the 60s, not in the 90s. This man thinks that the solution is a rake. He's a nutcase. There, there, there are lots of solutions out there, and I'm sure that you're just simply overstating. Let's, yeah, let's the rake whole the leaves. Rake things. Let's rake the leaves. You know, but, the, but listen, this is a, plus. It's a very serious situation out there. We're we're, we're quite possibly in a situation where there are going to be maybe. Uh, hundreds, I'm talking hundreds of people who have died in these fires. Oh, it could be and so, maybe and over so, a thousand. <clears throat> right. And so any kind of suggestion is more than welcome, I'm sure, to the people of California. Oh, please. By the way, you, did you see? Your family just died, and some guy shows up with an orange face and says, Let's rake the leaves. <laughs> that's not true. You're, it's funny the way you put it, but it's, that's not what's going on there. That's, that, that's far from the truth. You guys and your crooks and liars sense of humor. Is, I mean, it is funny to put it that way, but that's not what's going on out there. Sounds I mean, you like even it made to me, me laugh. But, it was, okay. but, it, but that's not what's going on. I watched all weekend. There, there really is such a thing, though. There is really, I mean, you ask anybody in forestry management oh, and that kind of thing. definitely. There is such a thing as forestry combustible underbrush, all kinds yeah. of things. You know, th- there's a possibility that this fire might have even started without anybody lighting a match. Because you, you realize that sometimes in composting and everything else, sometimes things will create their own combustion. I grew up in Los Angeles. I, I lived through fires. I know what goes on oh, there. What fire did you live through? I, I was uh, 18 years old. In, uh, Were you and Hillary in, flying in, in trying to avoid the, the gigantic flames as you landed on the tarmac? And it, you and Hillary Clinton? In Chatsworth, California, the San Fernando Valley. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the flames were out on the hills right next to our house. 
not far from the Manson Ranch. You, you remember Charles Manson, where, Spawn Ranch, yeah? Yeah, so, you know, we were, we, we lived right there. And, and you know, we, we got our boat out of the garage and, and, and started putting everything in the boat to drive off because it, it, luckily it didn't burn our house. But, yeah, they have okay, fires there. I get you. Look, but, let me tell you something. <laughs> it, something. This is not Finland, okay? <laughs> Finland's under snow. I just want to. I just want to listen to you talk about boating. Yeah, Mark Hasten boating. What 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 waterway did you uh, boat in? Well, Lake Tahoe, of course. Okay. Yeah. So you so you to, to let me let me just straight. <laughs> You've seen pictures. <laughs> you used to display on. them on the television. Let me, let, me, set. let me get this straight though. So 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 Mark Kaysen fled a fire by getting into a boat. Yep. On the lake yep. Tahoe. <laughs> Is that true? It's true that we put everything in the boat. And and, and got on Lake Tahoe? No, no, no. You asked me where I used to boat. No, wait, 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 okay, you put everything in the boat, but did the boat go the someplace? Boat, well, what? it was on a trailer. We were using it as a... <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, okay. Well, because the way you put you it... Takes a minute. Cause, to... No, because the way you put it was yeah, we, that you were actually <laughs> boating away from a fire. Yeah, you well, are like Hillary Clinton. No, I wasn't in a boat. Actually, it depends the, on we what the, the meaning of is is. We were using the boat as a suitcase. I'm right. Like, oh, okay. Now I get that it. Because so, so, the way you put it, okay. I guarantee you, everybody who listened to you just talk about that envisioned that you were water skiing away from the fire. Were, yeah, that you were Which boating I, away have been from fun, a but, Los Angeles fire. Right. Here, here's the deal. Um, I, I, again, I don't know whether you 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 know about this, but sometimes. When when things pile up to a degree that they they start turning into compost, that you can actually have combustion. It it it, it becomes almost fuel, okay. and it starts fires. I mean, and, but and the that, Santa Ana winds are what really push this thing into this crazy right. problem right. that they have. But, 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 but and it's, it's always been that way. But it's worse now every year. Because of climate change. No, it's not, Mark. Okay. Mark, it, the, climate change has nothing to do with these things. But here's the thing. So, 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 so should we go back? Should we go back in Pittsburgh and put those steel mills in and pour all that junk into the environment like they do in China, so that nobody can breathe? Right. Here's, here's the thing. You, you, you have you have purposely cartooned the response of President Trump into him just say saying raking leaves. That's not what this is about. There is such a th- I mean, if you go, and I know that you're an expert in all things. So I'm, Everything. I'm sure you have a forest management story somewhere in your background. <laughs> yeah, when I managed the forest down there in Los Angeles. True. My, my family, we had a little forest in the backyard. But no. Uh, but but there is such a thing as as that, and 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 I think people think these fires start by somebody lighting a match. They they think they think somebody didn't listen to Smokey Bear or something, and it's like that's not the case. These start these fires start organically. Absolutely, there's a strong true. possibility sure. that both of these fires that have been deadly were not started by somebody just throwing a cigarette butt someplace. Right, it, it, they started from the ground up. I'm surprised you didn't blame it on Mexicans. <clears throat> 
Well, really? I, I, why Why didn't I come in here this morning and hear <laughs> the Mexicans are lighting fires? No, the Mexicans, the Mexicans in Tijuana don't like the caravan, which I think is very special because when that's you look not at, my problem well, nor yours. I understand that, but but they're not. We, we go by the Statue of Liberty. Also, we don't go by a Mexican citizen. But the, but they're also not. Then they're also not xenophobic, right? Are you Are you calling them xenophobic? I'm only calling one delusional man <laughs> okay. with a rake. See, you won't xenophobic. It's, it's, it's interesting. So, you, see, you won't. You know, first of all, you you don't want you you love Ocasio Cortez. You think she should be the next president of the United States, but you don't want her to become House years. Speaker because old white liberal lady oh, needs please. to be. And, and then and then everybody who is against the caravan is a racist white supremacist. I Until never said that. It's a bunch of Mexicans from Tijuana who don't like it. There isn't then even, suddenly it's like we don't abide by their laws. It's like you you keep moving the ball. Everywhere. There isn't even a caravan. I mean, what what is this? Not anymore. You, there isn't. Yeah. Well, it it's been breaking up all the way up, coming up from Honduras. Look, and that's unfortunate. The the United States under the right kind of person, could have sent somebody down there to help bring those people together and to protect them on the march north so that they weren't marching, so that they weren't dying, so that they weren't... Wait, 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 wait. You just just said we're not Mexico, we're not this, we're not that. But then, and and, and you say we ought to just... You're you're, you're, you're a nationalist. Help them. no, because help because, them because you don't care. You don't, no, I'm a you don't care what the Mexicans are doing down I'm an, there now. I'm an elitist. Fighting these, the caravan. I'm an elitist. You're all over the map. Seriously, you 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 want us? You, I just asked you about. I the want Mexican, us to help people. Hold on, I just asked you about the Mexicans in Tijuana, right? And then you're like, I'm not. I don't care about those. I'm an American. I don't we care just, what. The, no, then I don't so, care about suddenly, their. Suddenly if they want, say, if they say that we should do bad things to Hondurans. I'm, no, I don't just go by what they say. No, I'm just I saying. I go by the, the Statue of Liberty. Are That's they, what I go by. Oh, oh, great. Because the Statue of Liberty, isn't a, it's a, it was a gift from the French. Okay. It's not, even a, it's not our Constitution. It's our advertisement. It's not our advertisement. We advertise for people to come here and be part of this no. great it, country. It, okay, that's another thing. And if you want to get into the whole what the Statue of Liberty is – as opposed to, uh, uh, then we can do that. But I will tell you that the Statue of Liberty is not a, a standing invitation. You uh, you realize that, right? The yeah. Statue of Liberty. You know what the Statue of it Liberty was an was? invitation to my family. No, no, but 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 Mark, it's not the Statue of Liberty by its presence is not was never intended to be an invitation. Well, okay? it's an advertisement is well, all I can you tell know, you. It, well, it's an advertisement, though, given to us by the French. Okay. For, and we're using it. For our already existing generosity. And we're using and, and it. I get it. And but, we're generous. Okay, stop. You, and let, we're a generous okay, people. You, all you do is interrupt me. Oh, sorry. I'm telling you that the, the Statue of Liberty there is is not designed and, and wasn't even given to us with the purpose of being described as an invitation. You, you've got the wrong uh, view of what the Statue of Liberty is. The Statue of Liberty was a gift to us for our generosity to the rest of the world. So it was basically a, a an, an emblem of the kind of nation that we are. But, 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 but it's also not our Constitution, and our Constitution describes us as a nation of laws and, and as a sovereign nation. That's what we go by. So, so the constant the 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 uh, the Statue of Liberty is not an invitation. 
it's not it's not a it's not a it's not a no vacancy or vacancy sign yeah the con that's a, that's a good one i mean it's the, not the, the constitution says that if you're born in the united states that you're a u.s citizen and there's a guy in washington dc with a rake who thinks that that's not true well we don't so know we, we actually so, don't so know you it's true by, no so oh look you read the words in the Constitution that say, if you're born in the United States, you're a U.S. citizen. You read those the word, words. Those words don't Wait a say second. that. You read those words that 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 say it explicitly. No, they but don't. Then, actually, they then, don't say it explicitly. But then you come to this crazy Second Amendment that says nothing about having a gun, <laughs> nothing at all, and that one. Says you can have a gun. It does say uh, we have a, you see, have a gun. Listen, look at look at it's how a, to protect ourselves from the government. It doesn't yes, it say does. a word about yes, that. Does. But the Fourteenth Amendment says if you're in the United States, if you're born here, you're a U.S. citizen. As long that's as, the no, words. No, you want to no, no, read no, no, the words? No, because you got a computer. Read there, them. There, there's a dependent clause there, Mark. Oh, that everybody forgets. I know about, all right? about that and one. I know what a dependent about the militia. No, no. Yeah, let's I'm, get on that. Okay, wait, 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 wait a second. I'm talking about the 14th. Yeah, well, if let's you look go at the, to the second. There's a there's a dependent clause there <laughs> that is a a critical part of the 14th Amendment that has yet to be adjudicated in any kind no, of it's Supreme actually, Court analysis. That's so, not true. Yeah, no, the Supreme Court has said for for two not for two hundred because it's only been in there since eighteen sixty five. So for one hundred and fifty years, the Supreme Court has said that if you're born in the United States, you're a U.S. citizen. That has been absolutely but, said. But but, but I got to bring in the case law. Come right. on. Generally, if you're born in the United States, you're a U.S. citizen. But if but but that but is not been something that has been vetted. Uh, constitutionally by the Supreme Court it has been the, the situation of birthright citizenship that 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 clause that that fourteen that was created by the way uh to 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 give slave citizenship which is why which is why but wait 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 wait, wait, wait before you interrupt but me, language is language no, but, but mark though it, it is insulting for any American to think that a amendment Who's, which, which in its intention was designed to give freed black slave citizenship is somehow some invitation to have a bunch of Chinese and Russians coming over here and poop babies out so they could be citizens. That wasn't the intention of the Fourteenth Amendment, and so and so you you can't you can't possibly th- that's so insulting. Yeah. You can't to our founding fathers and, you, and to the our people founding who, fathers wait, wait, are wait, dead. Wait, 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 and to the people who fought so hard to yeah. get that amendment passed because Andrew Johnson is a racist and did, didn't want to give freed black slave citizenship. So the so the, uh, the the Congress had to come in and say, "All right, if that's the case, and this this is what we're going to do," and and they did it. But it th- took them a long time. They did not fight for. Ting Sao Ping to come over here and poop a baby out. That wasn't what they were doing back then. We could take the Constitution up here and we could rip it apart and get all the law books out. And it would actually be a lot of fun. That's what I do in school. And you know what? You'd find out that, for example, the Establishment Clause in the Constitution, the religious the religion, there's only two places in the Constitution that even talks about religion. And there isn't a word in there about separating church and state. Not a word. It's not in there. So, you know, you can make things... The United the, the Supreme Court 
makes our policies, as Sotomayor said. And then she said, but I'm not supposed to say that. So the bottom line is you don't realize the power of the court and the intention of the court, which, by the way, was not even the intention of the, the founders. The founders didn't make up the power of the Supreme Court. Marbury versus Madison did. So what you're missing here is is that our Constitution is a living document that gets changed over time to take over all kinds of meanings. Right. That, that, but, that, and so, you, so, so I want the Supreme yeah. Court to decide whether or not the 14th Amendment was designed to allow Tsing Sao Ping to poop out a baby in L.A. Because you've got the rapist on the court now, so therefore you think that you might win. But don't be so sure, because i got to tell you, the, the Trump appointees are killing Trump in the courts every single time. Just last week, they killed him again. You, 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 you said rapist on the Supreme Court. Okay, here's the deal. And he might not I, be as I, conservative I, I, as you I, think. But still, I would welcome the Supreme Court to, to interpret what the 14th was intended to do uh, on down the line. And I would welcome... Uh, any kind of analysis of this. I do not think Mark Kaysen knows what the intention of this amendment was. And I would admit that I don't exactly know, uh, except for the fact that I know that it was specifically designed to give free black slave citizenship. But that's not now, how of we... All, of all amendments, it's probably the one that was most targeted it was. To one It was targeted. Group. Well, it had a lot that, more that in and, it. That and the it's women's a, right to that, vote or something. That, but, but that's that about amendment, it. That amendment is huge. It's It's got a oh, ton in it. I know. Okay, it's a very complicated. It's funny how it's got a ton in it, but you missed the one dependent clause that changes everything. No, look, if we're going to talk about dependent clauses, we got to do the Second Amendment because the 14th Amendment is explicit. The Second Amendment is crazy. Right, okay. But look, we're on to birthright no, citizenship. Yeah, we no, talk. we're with it. No, but look, here's what's going to happen. The Supreme Court, if this gets there and it won't and it won't because every legal scholar in the United States says that this is crazy That's talk. That's not true. Not every legal yeah. scholar in the United States says Some that. quack like Stephen Moore, you can find somebody like that. No, he's but he's an economist. I'm saying no, I'm just saying one one of those kind of people. Right, right. But 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 I'm telling you that that everybody, you go to every law school, you go everywhere in the United States, everyone agrees that the, you know birthright citizenship that's a lock. And you know what? Send it to the Supreme Court. I, because I you, hope so. Because I'll tell you this. It might be 9 to 0. <laughs> it won't be. Again, and, and let me ask you this. It won't be. If, if, if you lose, then what will you say? Don't, don't, please don't talk to me about losing yeah. after a weekend after where you just everything. After destroyed. No, yeah. the past week where, where everything became the opposite of what you thought it was going to be. Stacey Abrams is never in a million years going to be governor of Georgia. Gillum isn't governor of Florida. Nelson isn't senator from Florida. And Beto O'Rourke isn't senator from Texas. All those things are things that you all said. You, you guys were so sure of this. And then the one person who does get elected, Ocasio-Cortez, who you says is the, is the future of America yes. because America's turning left. I go, okay, good. Make her House 
speaker. Well, no. Yeah. She's maybe just it's kinda like it's kinda like when 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 Chris Matthews talked about Mount Rushmore and how Obama's good enough for Mount Rushmore, but maybe just a level below the other guys. It's like you guys are so <laughs> when you you guys talk a good game, but you're you never really do follow through on it. You have one guy. Oh yeah. You have one Jimmy guy. Jimmy points out Claire Bear isn't uh is it senator anymore, by yeah. the way? You have one guy in the White House, in the basement, with a rake, sitting there in, in the fetal position, worried about what's going to happen in, in, in a month when, when the Democrats take over Congress and begin this massive investigation right. that will include everything that, that, that reveals his tax I, returns. I, I, I want them. I the want them. I, I want them. I want them to do all those things. They're going to for the next two years because because to. it'll prove that the left is not serious about the things that matter most to Americans: the economy, the sovereignty of our of our nation, the solidity of our borders, uh, our role on the world stage, and again, again, economy, jobs. And and uh, wages, everything else, and so I'll go ahead and listen to Elijah Cummins run his fat mouth all day long, and and Clyburn and Ma- and and Maxine Waters and Nancy Pelosi and all the usual goofballs, and they'll just simply create ruin for you guys in 2020. So I'm more than happy to have all of you because it, it's not unlike what what you're doing now, which is. You're you're coming in here as a representative of the left, and you're and yet you're not having any serious discussions. You're call, calling Kavanaugh a rapist. You're 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 purposely misconstruing President Trump's comments about the fire. No, and, oh, and, no, and, no. And, we and, all and, and cartooning this thing you about the rape. It. You got to watch it. Listen but, to but, him. But I did, but in the re, in the in the reality though is, you know, that's not what he was saying. It's I know it is what he leads. was saying. Let, let me ask you. But so 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 what I'm saying it is, is funny. So, so, but it's, but it's here's the thing. Here's delusional. The thing. Here's the thing. I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not trying yeah. to uh, attack you here. But the fact of the matter is, you have a you have a chance to have. A legit discussion about things, but but your hatred of President Trump. Oh, I don't hate him. Is getting in the way of you him. having any solid kind of discussion about policy? Okay, so let me ask you this, because let's be serious about policy. I sent you the chart. The, no, I sent it to you. <laughs> no, you did. The, and and it, it showed the decline. In federal tax receipts, actually plunging federal tax receipts, already down 10% without even a recession, which is disastrous. Now, that's a fact. Really, I, I, that's wait, not making sent, fun you, of anybody. When, when you sent that, hold on, yeah. let me check this out. Because when you sent that, um, you, uh, hold on a second. When you, let me just find it because I, I want to I go back. When you sent it, I remember ignoring it because it looked like you just had like some kind of screen grab of something. It wasn't even really a, a link to anything. It it, it, it wasn't a link. Why why would it be a link? But why, why? I mean, I sent you the picture oh, of the chart. Showed, <laughs> yeah, you showed me a screenshot of some chart that had like a and I I, I was I was you know driving. I'm like this guy just okay. sent me a screenshot so, of there, a here chart. It is. Hang on, just take a look right there, right in front of you. Is that line going down or up? 
Well, I don't know because it's a two. Come on, it's cut off in 2015. No, 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 no. right. This is 2018, and there it is, going straight down. It, well, there's I'm no, but but you know, straight what? down, but 10 percent. Mark, there's no, there's no 2018 on here. No, because it's 2015, and then it's that that chart goes but that, past. But it. it's funny how it's funny how the okay, it's cut off where the no, line, it's cut off right up to to November. Uh, 20th. Mark, the line on the screen, if people looked at this, they would say somebody's trying to... Sc- this is November 20th. <laughs> I know. This but is- look at, the, look at the, the screen where it's cut off right about the time that the, the, the line goes up, right? Where'd you get this screen grab, by the way? This is the Federal Reserve. Did you take the screen grab or did I you took get a, this from I Crooks a, and Liars? I took a picture off of Federal Reserve. <laughs> okay. But but the it's down ten percent. No, it's down ten percent. Uh, what I'm saying, is, I mean, what do I have to tell you? You cut uh, the screen grab that you sent me. You cut off right right at the time that the line is going up. It's like cut suddenly. It's just like not there anymore. Okay. It's like you know what you did. You you took a picture of this thing, and, and you and you show and it you, to the show it to the audience. I will. They look really at, I mean, show it to the audience. Look, the line is down. It's up to that. That goes right up to November twentieth. Right now, today, this week. That was Mark, that was as of last week. Look, it's I, wait, down. I, wait, by the way, if it, if it if it if it's right to the end, you what you did was though you sent me a screen grab. It goes to there's no date on here or anything, and I see a line starting to go up, but then then it's cut off at the side right. of the screen. Has it dropped ten percent since under Trump? I don't. I don't think so. What, what, I, I, what, I don't see add this. the number. I, I, mean, I don't I just, see this. Look, I'm serious. Okay, I really don't. Let's let's do this one more time. God, I will tell you, no wonder you had a two point eight. Uh, this is two point six. Two point six. Okay, let's get this up here again. Okay, so here's the number. Uh, okay, so what, the only thing it doesn't have, I'll grant you this, it doesn't have the numbers on the side. For you to no, to, it to doesn't. No, wait a second. But look, but it's down, and it is ten percent. I mean, all where you are you getting the ten percent? Because number? because you go to the Federal Reserve and you'll check. It's actually gone from two point one to one point eight, which is ten percent. It's ten percent. Just go on the go, look. Here's what you did. I you get, said, you said, you, here's what you guys always do. No, I you cut off the me. numbers on the side. That's well, all. the numbers on the side are important. No, they're not important. The numbers on the side mean nothing. Here, what, what you well, here, you look at this. A, you sent me a graph. No, I sent you. Here, look. I you sent, sent you a big a, one. Uh, the, look at this one. Here's the big one. Okay. Yeah, so, I see the big one. The big one, and and it has the numbers on the side. Right. Okay. I see so that. just <laughs> no, read it. No, read it. I am. You guys, but this is the biggest. The, this what you just sent me is like. The biggest lie. Oh, please. It's the only time. It's the only time in 70 years that the the federal tax receipts have dropped when it wasn't a recession. Okay. It's the only time. I'm telling you, the the tax receipts are flying into the U.S. Uh, That that chart tells you that? No, that's. But, Mark, this chart tells me nothing. (laughs) Okay. You sent me. You sent me a chart. Omg! Omg! You sent me a chart that has the thing cut off at the side, right? And it's from the Federal Reserve. And you took a screen grab of it. I sent you the big chart. Next, now, let to me it. ask you this: Why? Why don't you just send me? If if you were on the computer, why not just send me the link so I can actually look okay. at it? Look at what you're I'll, looking I'll at. I'll tell you the and reason. Not the screen grab I'll tell you of the re- what I'll, you're looking okay. at. 
I'm going to tell you the reason. Because all I ever send to you is text messages. I don't know how to send that link through a text message because I don't know how to grab that link and, and send it through text because I'm getting it off the computer and I'm sending it. To, so oh, I now, see. So if, I, to- if I sent it to an email address... I can okay. send you all the links in the world. Right. So here's what okay. we'll do. Here's what we'll do. Because I got to get out you're, of here. You're saying I'm stupid. They're going to fire you, me. You sound like you can't even here's, na- navigate okay, here's what I'm gonna do. regular life here. You, you text me what email address you want me to send it to that you'll read, and I will send you okay. all kinds here's of stuff. Here's the thing. The computer that you were on yes. where you went to the Federal Reserve site, right. your phone is also a computer. No, that's true. <laughs> okay, so it has the internet on. That's it. true. So, so all you have to do, and, and, and I'm, I, I, I can't believe I'm actually I could do that. schooling you on this. I could all you that. have to do is go to your phone, go to the same website that you were on, copy the link. I know. And then I never. I, I I rarely do that. I, every once in a while, I send you something. And you that were just way. hazing me for my grades, yeah. and I'm like explaining to you something very simple. okay. But so here's why you don't send me the so, link. So so my <laughs> my grade point average is three point nine. And the point one I lost was in computer class. Oh, stop. Because you just sent me. You sent me I this. Know. I send you all kinds of <clears> things. You know why? Because you wanted to send me no. a picture of something to tell me that that's what this was. Unbelievable. <laughs> you want me to look at it. Unbelievable. <laughs> okay. I got to go. This is a classic example. I got to go. Okay. I all know. Right. All right. But, but we at least did a little policy there. Oh, uh, we did. Okay. Yeah. Be good. We did. Love you all. Even Jamie. Yeah. See you later. Lord. See you, man. Have a have a good uh, rest of your week there. What kind of fool am I who never fell in love? It seems that I'm the only one that I have been thinking of. What kind of man is this? An empty shell. A cell in which an empty heart must dwell. That's why I didn't even look at that what thing he sent me. What kind of clown am I? I'm like, who does this guy think what I am? What do I know of life? Why can't I cast away this mask of play and live Sending me some screenshot of something. Why can't I fall in love? Like any other man. And see, I knew I didn't even look at it because I said, "Oh, Lord." Mark Hayden sent me a screenshot with a graph on it that stops right, like at the at the end of the of the screen as it's going up. He must think I'm so stupid. <laughs> and then he says that he can't Well, I couldn't get I, I can't get off a computer I can't get a link off a computer I go, you're on my phone It's like, but your phone is a computer <laughs> I mean, seriously that was, I just busted his ass, too, on that one Cause that, but, but that's what they do They show you this they, they, sh- they, they're like, they're like hucksters. Casey needs a, a, to to go around in a wagon 
I'm convinced now, with a horse-drawn wagon, and and jump out of it in a neighborhood and start to harangue people about what's happening. <laughs> Good old Anthony Newley, you know. Facebook's like so, like, um, you're playing Anthony Newley. We feel so sorry for you. We're not even gonna, we're not even gonna take you off of Facebook because you, we're, this is just, this would be just too easy to knock you off of Facebook with the. Uh, <laughs> so no, I can't. Sh- I wish I could show it to you. Because because Mark's and this was a long time ago, because he was sending me it was he, he said it was proof of and this was on the, he sent it to me on Monday to tell me that it was proof of the of the uh, of the uh, lower receipts and I, and I I'm telling you I I know that tax receipts federal tax receipts have increased of late not decreased and so he sends me the screenshot of the. Federal Reserve, and then of course I'm thinking to myself, well, why is he sending me a screenshot and not a link to it? And of course you heard his excuse because he's like, well, like you know, and I'm, I'm going, well, you could call the same thing up on your phone and send me the link so I can actually see what you're what you're talking about, and I can actually look at at myself instead of relying on a screen grab you gave me. Uh, and the screen grab shows. <laughs> It's so funny because these people do this all the time. Yeah, see, that's a that graph right there shows whatever, and then it disappears. It's like, wait a minute, can you bring that graph back again? So, no, I'm just I, I showed you already. That was it. That was it. And it's like it's like so huckstery because they're showing you some image that that you're supposed to believe is what it is, and it's really not. And so the 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 the. Uh, the graph is um he must think I'm stupid though. I should never have told him I was a two point six guy because then because I think he take tries to take advantage of that like he doesn't think that I understand how weird it is that that uh ocasio Cortez is like the second coming of Christ, and she's the model left wing which was where the nation's going and where this country is heading, and she's a hero for that part of the country that is changing and dynamically changing everything. I go, good, then make her house speaker. No. <laughs> no. No. No, she's not. Let her let her get her sea legs. <laughs> yeah, of course. Cause because um and I'm I, I I won't debate him when he's not here, but because liberals, you know, they like their blacks and their Hispanics just where they want them. You know, serving them in some capacity in getting out their votes. Thank you, Al Sharpton, for saving the world. It's like, oh, my gosh. you got to be kidding me. Thank you, Al Sharpton, for saving America. It's like, and nope, and you don't think we see through that bull and that, that pandering? Now, you go back to your National Action Network and and and... and bend people over for money and then after they don't give you money call them racists thank you for saving america if i if i showed you a a shot of the where the graph ends that mark gave me <laughs> it's going straight up the line's going straight up hey matt 
come here a second, buddy. I want to. I want to. I, I need one other witness here, just so I can, just so I can, just so I can tell. Um, I can. I can just so I have that backing. So Matt, this is the graph. So this is the graph he sent me, right? Mm-hmm. And then it goes up to 2015, and then he c- cuts it off right here, like where that now is. It, you you know that that's not the end of the graph, right? That's definitely not the end of the graph. There's, so and you, you can a see spike going up that uh, doesn't show you the rest of where the numbers would end. <laughs> right, exactly. And and Matt is not a fire breathing right wing crazy like I am, and 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 so he's a even headed. Guy, he's he's a guy who like you talk and he'll listen and then he'll make a decision as to whether or not he believes you or not. True. So I'm so he's not he doesn't and Matt doesn't have to agree can with you me. Text that to me. <laughs> okay. If you do, I'll find a way to put it up. So okay, good. Okay, good. Perfect. Thanks, <laughs> right. man. So that so the graph. Okay, I will. Uh, yeah, let me just. I I don't know. I don't know how to do this. I I don't know, Matt. I I've never done this before. Yes, yeah, sure. I can't get a link from the computer. Like you're on a computer. Okay, I screen grabbed it. Um, let me just see here. And uh, oh, sorry, folks. Hold on. Mm. You know these new phones. They. Uh... <laughs> there we go. I just sent it to him, and you can see. So yeah, Matt, so so again, uh, Matt isn't someone who just is going to believe something because a person, certain person, says it. He's going to look at the facts about it. So I wanted to show you that. And I know a lot of people are like, I can't listen to the show. It's like, come on, people, you can listen to the show. You can do that. Boy, we got a lot going on, man. Did you see? First of all, you saw the people. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm, I've got a weird sense of humor, but uh, things are not working out the way people thought they were supposed to work out. And, and I've got a couple of uh, – I've got three great examples of that. First of all, in politics, in, in politics, you have a, uh, the rea- this reality – uh, everything the left thought was going to happen has not. Now, keep in mind, they're all bragging that Democrats have taken over the House. I get that. That was expected. Had the Democrats not taken over the House, it, it would have been a crazy historic loss because because generally in every midterm since, you know, Caesar – They've the 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 opposing party has taken over the house pretty much in every midterm. The question is about the level through by which it's taken over the house, and that is not a blue wave by any stretch of the imagination. It's not in any way, shape, shape, or form a blue wave that they were talking about. So yeah, they can talk about a victory. But that's not a blue wave. And, in fact, it's very common. And, in fact, they actually underperformed compared to midterm elections, uh, for instance, during Obama's period of time and during Clinton's period of time when Republicans took over the House in droves. But Democrats didn't do it. So that's one example of how things didn't work out. Actually, I have four then. 
The second example is still within politics, and that is that none of the the big races they were all counting on. Keep in mind, they weren't talking about that little house race in Orange County. They they weren't talking about that. You know what they were talking about? They were talking about Beto O'Rourke, remember? Like Beto O'Rourke was appearing on all of the those stupid nighttime shows. Remember that? Beto O'Rourke and Gillum. I don't know whether he appeared on the shows, but but and and, and Gillum was. I think most most people are like, I don't know that dude. No, doesn't matter. He's black. Shut up. Okay, okay, okay. That was what they were trying to tell us to do. Is, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, put it up there. People can see it. The gra- that that's the screenshot that Mark showed me. And tell me where that line looks like it's going right about the, the screen that Mark, when he cuts it off. And now you know why he didn't send me the entire link so I could see it myself. He just sent me a screen grab. You guys have probably been in situations before where people have done that, where you need proof of something and they send you some screen grab. And you're like, no, that's not going to work. It doesn't look right. But that's the what he sent me. Now you know why he didn't send me the link. And now you know why when I looked at it, I just ignored it completely. I didn't even like, okay, that's not a link. I'm not gonna I'm not going to accept uh a a screen grab. And being a teacher, Mark should know better because that's that's that, that that he doesn't accept screen grabs for assignments either. Yeah, Professor Cation, I brought you a screen grab. I'm sure, and I'm sure Professor Casey would not, that would not be an acceptable uh, homework as- assignment return, the screen grab. So anyway, uh, what was I saying? Oh, so keep in mind that the second big change for them was the fact Beto O'Rourke, he was the big star, remember? He was the one who was on The Tonight Show and on Stephen Colbert and all the other shows, remember they had all their their love in that bat in that Beto basket, remember? And Gillum was the other one, and then also you had um, you had uh, Nelson and Scott race was was that was a foregone conclusion that Nelson was going to be defeated. Everybody knew it. That was a big race though, and Nelson wasn't supposed to be defeated in Florida, but he was. So Rick Scott beat Nelson. Everybody thought Nelson was going to be the winner. He wasn't the winner. Rick Scott beat him, and DeSantis beat Gillum. And I don't care how much you how much you say, what whatever uh, uh, amount you say or whatever, a victory is a victory. But the Beto O'Rourke thing, and then you had Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams thought she was going to be the next governor of Georgia. Because Oprah said so. Oh yeah, no. I and and then when 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 she lost, she tried to turn it into some race thing, where she had everybody out there and they're talking about civil rights. It was like the most embarrassing, vile reaction to losing I've seen in a long time. Because because these people, in on the left, are the biggest sore losers. We've seen in ages in this country. I mean, we we have now a solid generation of sore losers. And 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 when they're not angry after losing, 
they become delusional after losing. They, st- they start to uh, hallucinate. So after Beto O'Rourke gets his ass kicked in Texas, what do the Democrats say? Look, it's the next president of the United States. It's like, you've got to be kidding me. But that's, that's how they are. They are wickedly sore losers. And, and, and they are mean as a bunch of, 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 a bunch of cornered squirrels. I mean, and they are they are nasty, and, and they go into and believe me, it won't take long for them to be, to go back to nasty after they have uh, after they've realized how delusional they are about their victories. Because now suddenly they're kind of in a bad situation now, because now you know they've they've, they've got that old bat. Nancy Pelosi telling them, please don't do impeachment hearings, but that's what they want to do. So, so, so they're going to have all these hearings, and we're going to see Elijah Cummings with the glasses perched on, on, on his nose, blubbering on in, in the usual fashion Elijah does, where I don't understand a word the guy's saying. And, 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 and he, between him and Maxine Waters and the rest of the clowns up there, they're just gonna they're just gonna wind themselves out here, but anyway, that's how weird. So that's the second one. That's the second kind of like, oh, that didn't work out really well for you, did it? Now, you're the Oprah candidate who now and and she goes out there and she's got all these civil rights commissions and things all lathered up about the whole thing and and voter suppression. She's trying to act like you know like. Uh, like Robert E. Lee came through and tore up all the ballots on Georgia. It's like ridiculous. Thought you removed all those statues, dear heart. Thought racism was over. But I'll tell you one thing. It's so, so interesting how, how they, they, the, the big movement to erase all the uh, Confederate statues and everything else, that that was going to resolve racism. But it doesn't take them long when they lose to suddenly say that somebody's racist. It, it, it's like it's like the the um, the Obama thing. They're they're all upset about the fact that uh, that that they're oh what was it again I can't remember it was um, oh it was this was the crate oh darn it because I, I want to get to this three and four but it was the Medal of Freedom thing did you see that I'm just going to digress for a second do you see the Medal of Freedom thing. Where these guys were all kind of these these guys all went crazy over the fact suddenly now Elvis Presley is racist. It's like that's a completely new one on me. Like I've I never even I I never that that was of all the things that people made fun of Elvis about and attacked him about. I never once heard Elvis called a racist. Have you? I'll get to that in a second because I want to actually I want to kind of I want to blow that out a little bit because because the funniest thing was there was a guy who complained that some black musician didn't get a medal of hasn't gotten a medal of freedom yet and it's like wait a minute you had you had Barack Obama in the White House for uh, eight friggin years and he didn't give the black dude a medal of freedom either. But now that Trump hasn't given it hasn't given him one that that suddenly racist 
because because President Trump didn't give the guy a Medal of Freedom, even though Obama ignored this. I can't remember who the black guy was. But they're like, you know, uh, Bill Bo Johnson has been waiting for his Medal of Freedom for God knows how long. And he'll, he'll probably die before he ever gets one. It's like, well, why didn't Barack Obama give him one then if it was all about race? But anyway, that was uh, that was incredible but we'll we'll talk more about that because because the frankly the elvis racism thing was uh is one i honestly i'm 55 years old i have never heard so i that that just is uh i i didn't uh i i hadn't heard that one yet so just letting you know that's a new one on me all right so uh, I just gave you one, two. How about the third way things aren't working out for the crazy left and the news media? And what the news media does is they just don't report it anymore. Like, I, I guarantee you, this Gillum character will be uh, just another hobo by the time the end of the week comes around. They they don't they won't care a whit about him, and Nelson will be trashed to the scrap heap of history in seconds flat. They won't care about that one either. And Stacey Abrams, once that's finally just simply put the rest, they won't care about her either. And Beto O'Rourke isn't going anywhere. Believe me, that guy is uh, is an empty suit. But And, and they'll ignore that thing too because they, they just decide they're not going to cover it anymore. Like they're probably not going to cover the third way in which life isn't turning out uh, – uh, correctly for for the left and their and their unicorn vision. Talk about Univision. There's so there's Univision, uh, which is like a Telemundo, and then there's Univision, which is Unicornivision. So we should have Univision and then Unicornivision. That's what I'm calling it right now, Unicornivision. So the Unicornivision also was that this caravan of migrants from Central America. We're all just a bunch of uh, women and children and, and Central American puppies, Honduran puppies, all coming up from Central America to find a new life. And, and they're all looking for a new life, and we must accept them all and give them asylum until it finally started to become pretty apparent to anybody watching that a lot of these people were really just a bunch of 25-year-old dudes in, in Miami Dolphin jerseys and, and with handkerchiefs over their faces who've been deported three or four times and who just want to come back in. If they weren't cartel members, if they weren't drug dealers, if they weren't whatever. And so, so, th- so it became pretty uh, apparent that these guys were not what the unicorn of vision people wanted us to see. Jorge Ramos in that world-famous live shot where he had people marching behind him, even as he's claiming that these people are all just, you know, Statue of Libertarians, that, that these people were all coming over here, whatever, and they're walking by him and they won't even show their faces. I mean, come on. So anyway, uh, it, it didn't take Mexicans long to figure that out, that's for sure. Because in in Tijuana, hundreds of them came out. These are Mexicans, people. These are not Republicans. 
These are not xenophobes. These are not white supremacists. These are not Trump supporters. These are Mexicans in the city of Tijuana recognizing that there are a couple of thousand Central Americans hanging out in a shelter in Tijuana who are probably going to take resources and everything else away from them who aren't citizens of Mexico. And keep in mind, by the way, Mexico has some of the strictest immigration laws in the world, by the way. I will tell you that had had the United States adopted even one-fifth of the Mexican immigration laws, it never would happen. It would never be allowed. In Mexico, in order to become a citizen of Mexico, which is why they're just passing through, I think, in Mexico, you are required to prove that you have an income and you are going to be a contributor to Mexican society. And so and so, very few people who are coming to America without anything could ever get into Mexico under similar circumstances, could never do that. So anyway, the Mexicans there in Tijuana aren't happy. And, and they all came. I've never seen more. I don't know where you get all these Mexican flags. Well, they are in Mexico, but it shouldn't be hard. <laughs> these people are. Oh, you know what they are? They're nationalists. In Mexico. Keep in mind, I guarantee you, if there were a group of people in the United States, name any border town, a group of people carrying this many American flags, they'd be portrayed on the news like a Klan rally. I'm not kidding you. You know exactly what would happen is they'd be... uh, They'd be looked upon as as like Nazis. Look at these Nazis carrying around those American flags. But take a group of a, a few hundred Mexicans with Mexico Mexican flags and and those bullhorns with their or whatever those are, and and also add a wrestling mask to the group, shall we? Yeah, some of them are wearing wrestling masks. But nonetheless, so so they're they're headed to the shelter, right? To that area there to stand in protest this invasion of Central Americans to Mexico. And and again, I haven't seen the news and and maybe you all can 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 give me a, a heads up on this. I haven't seen the news. Uh like the mainstream newscasts, and I haven't seen them, and and, and haven't seen uh, how they how they're reporting this, if at all. Because because I but I'd, I'd love to see how CBS and NBC and ABC, who celebrated this caravan, who they who they were told 
Okay, and, and they were told that this caravan was just a bunch of Honduran puppies and babies and mommies. All coming to America, and we have to order, summarily welcome all of them with open arms, or we're a bunch of xenophobic, racist, white supremacists. Now suddenly the Mexicans don't want them there, and how are they being portrayed? How are they, how are they being portrayed? Because uh, to me, it looks like the media is just ignoring the story. Because the video I'm seeing, the video I just played for you, uh, is uh, is is from a a, a reporter uh, Emily Green, who's just a U.S. journalist. Who that, I'm like I'm like the tape I'm playing you and showing you is it from ABC or NBC or CBS or CNN or even Fox for that matter? Because Fox has done uh, done the, some of their reporting on this thing has been. No different than mainstream media. They're they're romancing, romanticizing the caravan too. But anyway, let me know if you see any uh, if you see any uh, people uh, any any way the news media the mainstream media is covering this because these people are basically confronting these migrants with their flags in their hands. Telling them to go home, and 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 some of these Central American migrants f- uh, are throwing rocks at them at the Tijuanans. So so that that's not working out really well, and uh, th- so the, the police have had, and I I I don't wish any obviously any violence on on those individuals who are. Uh, who are there, but 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 th- these people are not happy, and the police have had to kind of keep them at bay, and and, and find out, uh, and keep them from, you know, getting hurt. And I, I again, I don't want anybody hurt at all. But I'm just I'm just saying that's what's uh, that's what's going on. So that's number three. In in the in in how unicorn of vision isn't working out really well for them. Then we have number four. Uh, you you probably have other examples too. Did you see what's going on in France? Okay, so the people of France. You know, you know, you know. Macron is supposed to be. He's he's kind of like the European Beto O'Rourke. You know that that empty suit. You know the Robert Kennedy esque person who's. You know, Macron is like you know everything that comes out of his mouth as long as it's anti-Trump is seen as gospel, coming from the the handsome Emmanuel Macron. So he was supposed to be, as Hot Air points out here, the new face of Europe and a leader of the new world order. So, but in France, you know, they, they announced this new gas tax hike. And by the way, uh, you, re- you guys realize, someone who was telling me over the weekend, I ran into them. Uh, thank you, Jimmy. Hashtag Unicornavision for me. That's great because that's my new thing. I just have to remember to keep using it. Sometimes I get excited about things and then I forget uh, what's up. But anyway, so uh, 
So Macron has a – oh, yeah, over the weekend I was hearing that your, um, your so-called conservative radio station in town was a big fan of the gas tax hike, collectively at least. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't listen, but I, but I was hearing from somebody who said that they can't wait for me to get back on dial radio, even though obviously we have a monstrous uh, – network now where we're on Facebook as well as uh as well as on uh on the stream but they said apparently uh that was the big that was the new that's the new conservatism over there is tax hikes are good for infrastructure great so call the, the the Paul Ryan Paul Ryan radio that's what that is <laughs> anyway there was a new gas tax that was instituted there, and uh, it was supposed to pay for clean energy programs and and try to wean the public off of fossil fuels. And you know what it responded what happened? Gigantic protests and and it, and, and that also includes one person killed. These are sparks over a gas tax in France, a gas tax increase. One death, 227 injuries in France. These were gigantic protests, too. Uh, They had to use tear gas against protesters who blocked traffic. It's a grassroots movement. You know, it's funny how uh, these conservatives over there, when they get it going on, they get it going on. Parisian traffic snarled. A thousand people marched in the center of the capital. A thousand people. Two thousand rallies took place across the country. Nearly 300,000 people protesting. So what 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 he did was he increased the gas tax increase. No, the the gas tax didn't pass, Dan. I don't think. Uh, it 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 didn't. I, I I don't, Dan. It didn't pass. Thankfully, but but I but I, I it was my understanding that. Uh, some folks over the, over at your conservative radio station were big fans of the gas tax. Because you know what? You know what, though, is, is there are state Republicans who were supportive of that, just so you know. We've got to start, and, and, and we'll, we'll, um, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get some of these people like Ben and others in, in because uh, you have to understand that there still are a lot of Republicans hanging around who helped run Eric Greitens out of town who supported the gas tax. In fact, they, they, they actually came up with, the, with it, with the idea, supported the gas tax, who helped run Eric Greitens out of town, and were also behind the clean Missouri thing. And, and I guarantee you that we ultimately need to get it going on and weed some of these people out because some of them are in need of uh, being sent out to pasture. Some of them were just reelected, unfortunately. 
But we've got to start. That's that's our next quarry for the next two years is to start to develop some real grassroots candidates who are going to uh, who are going to pay these people back for undermining our leadership and for undermining common sense. We'll have to develop a list. Anyway, so what happened is is that 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 they. Uh, they decided that it was going to be a good idea to increase gas taxes uh, uh, another six and a half cents per liter for diesel, uh, 2.9 cents per liter for, for regular gasoline. And, and, and uh, diesel prices at the pump in France, and apparently they have a lot of cars that use diesel, uh, 16%, increased 16% just in one year. Gasoline is up 5%. And, and so what's happening is the government has decided, well, we don't want to rely on diesel anymore. Um, and diesel once represented three-quarters of the cars sold in France. But the proportions declined below 40%. Contrary to its reputation for public transport, about 70% of the French drive to work every day. You do remember when Kaysen was in here last time around, remember? And, and, and he said that France was the model for mass transportation because it was the uh, uh, J or TJV or whatever the hell it's called. Is it TGV or TVG? I think it's TGV. I think he was thinking TVJ, TVG, and that's Tim Van Gelder, who used to be on the... Uh, uh, Used to be on TV here. Remember him from the Cardinals, Tim Van Gelder? TVG. That was that was we called we called him TVG. So Bindi, it's TGV, right? So remember when Casey was in there going the T T J V. Actually, he said TVG. The TVG is the way to go. They have mass. Look at Europe and how they're doing mass transportation. We're a backwards America. I wish I'd have known this at the time, and I didn't because I'm not really up on French transportation. But the uh, 70% of the French drive to work every day. 70%. They drive to work every day in their cars. You know how many, what percentage it is in the U.S. of people who drive to work every day? Instead of taking public transportation, seventy six percent. So, so it's not it's not really necessarily much of a difference. So now you see that everything is kind of topsy turvy. I just went through four different examples of how unicorn vision isn't paying off for the left or the people who uh, uh, or or or. or for and their and their ideas and their things and and their so-called visions that they're sending us so I'll recap and then man I got to use the bathroom again this is the second time in about a week where I've had to flee the studio to use the bathroom again but at, I I used to be able to get through a whole 3 hours without doing it but for whatever reason of course, I've been drinking everything in sight here. That's probably why. And then I drank some before I before I came in. I had a six pack of beer before I came in. So that's what I do in the morning. Sometimes I just felt like having 
six ice coldies before I came in. That's why I'm so good today. Anyway, so I re- I'll recap for you. Number one is the House victory, which really wasn't won compared to other midterm elections. So it wasn't a blue wave. That went right down the crapper. That was the first example of unicorn vision not working out. Second example of unicorn vision not working out. All the left-wing stars that appeared on Colbert and the, the, night, the View and all that other crap. Beto O'Rourke, Gillum, and Stacey Abrams all are sent packing to, 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 to defeat. So all their big stars, I mean, they're all claiming victory. They're all, Kasin's coming in here like it's, you know, it's Christmas all over again for, for the Democrats. That's not the case. And he says, yeah, we're going to have hearings all for the next two years. You go, knock yourself out. Have your hearings for the next two years. That's going to be fun because I can't wait to see Elijah Cummings become the face of the Democratic Party. Because it will guarantee a 2020 victory that probably is already guaranteed already. So we had the uh, we had the uh, so that all went that that example of unicorn vision went down the crapper. All right. Uh, third, the the mystical caravan. Unicorn Vision told us these were all just a bunch of Central American puppies and ladies and mommies and babies coming over here in their diapers and their pacifiers. Even the puppies had diapers. And so they all come over here and they're all looking for a new life in America. Well, now it turns out it's like, yeah, actually, no, um, I'm actually watching Univision which is just another level of unicorn vision. And I'm seeing a bunch of 25-year-olds with scarves over their faces, Hollister T-shirts, and they don't look, uh, and, and, and admitting, because they're stupid, on tape in interviews that they've already been deported and just want to kind of come back. It's like, oh, how dumb do you have to be to give an interview like that? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a, you know, they're, they're, they're basically giving interviews where, where they are showing, they are proving everything we're saying and refuting everything that the media is saying about who they are. So anyway, then the Mexicans figure that out. And they're like, um, you guys are in Tijuana, 2,000 of you. We don't want you here. So, they're freaking, so there's, there's number three Univision going, uh, Unicorn Vision going down the tubes. And the other one is uh, the handsome debonair Frenchman named Macron who came up with a great idea to increase the gas tax like Obama wanted to do and, 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 and get rid of fossil fuels and the dependence on diesel fuel. And the French are like going, wait a second, 70% of us drive to work every day. You're going to crush us with your gas taxes. Yeah, but don't worry. We'll get rid of uh, fuel altogether. You won't even need fuel anymore. Uh, because you'll get no, we drive to work. So what happens? 300,000 of them hit the streets and, and start fires and have to be tear gassed because they're so upset at, uh, at the handsome, debonair, brilliant New York Times hero named Emmanuel Macron. It's unbelievable. But boy, is it fun to watch Unicorn Vision get shattered every, every time you turn around. And when I come back, just wait until you, t- till you hear what happened with the Medal of Freedom things going on. You guys want to play, you want to play some gaslight music up there? 
You can if you want to. It's going to take me a second, but, you know, it's one of those things. It's one of those, uh, those deals. And, you know, sometimes when I, uh, when I talk a lot, um, it, it makes me have to, it makes me, I don't know. I, I just, I actually did drink a lot of fluids this morning. And I'm like, you know, generally I can wait. Usually you guys don't know this, but right about after the show, like right when I'm off the air, I'm running to the bathroom. Because you know, very very few people can can drink at that level, and 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 not have to just at some point go to the bathroom. And you know what I'm going to do too? I'm going to wash my hands. What are you doing there, there, Matt? Oh well, you don't have to do all that. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was that complicated. I I I, I uh, you know I I um I thought I could just I could just play music. I could play music. I, I could do it. Whatever. You know, you had to go get a get a friggin' toolkit out there to to play music. I had to get a, he came in and got a, a toolbox. Also, I can use the bathroom. It's crazy. Full service here, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking of full service, by the way, I hope you guys uh, this Thanksgiving week will head down to Santino Cigars and Cocktails because that is a lovely place and they've got uh uh 84 different craft beers for you they've got 150 plus different kinds of uh liquors for you if if you if you had a gin or a whiskey or whatever else that you've loved before and you seemingly can't find it anywhere i guarantee you that that Santino Cigars and Cocktails will have it for you. That's how awesome it is. And they have the walk-in humidor and everything else. So if you've got a little time off this week, because it's Thanksgiving week, make sure you head down to Santino's Cigars and Cocktails. Oh, should I play? Oh, maybe I should just play the national anthem again. What, you got music now or what? Because I got to go. Oh, what? You ready? Okay, go.
Oh, yeah. Who's that? Yeah. It sounds good. Sean James. Sean James. Sean James, everybody. Good morning this morning. Uh, all right. So uh, that was weird. That's kind of a, quite a departure because uh, Sean James, you've, you've played him before, haven't you? I don't know why I had. Uh, so while I'm peeing, um, I I had I had um, Captain and Tennille on my mind, and now why was that? Like why am I? I, and love will keep us together, I had on my mind while I'm using the bathroom. Can you believe that? Weirdest things come into my mind. Margaret said, lock the bathroom door. We want to hear the music. Well, Margaret, why don't you go and uh, turn on Casey? I like this song, though. Whatever happened to them? And why, why was he, was he really a captain? Cause he wore that he wore that dumb hat. <laughs> I think was he really like a captain? I don't know. I right, speaking of music, by the way. So we have we have this situation where um, where you had the Medal of Freedom deal, right? And and, and I don't know about you, but but one thing I never thought I'd hear is that is that Elvis is a racist. Have you guys? Because I didn't... That's the first time I've heard anybody ever... And maybe you guys have heard this before. But I, but I actually never heard that Elvis was a race racist. <laughs> because first of all, Anthony Scalia was also given it in posthumously, as they say. And Babe Ruth got one too. And Elvis got his. And you know who else got one? Was a woman named Miriam Adelson. And Miriam Adelson was a the wife and is the wife of uh, Dr. Sheldon Adelson. I'm sorry, of Sheldon Adelson. She's the doctor. And so all the left-wingers went crazy about the fact that Miriam Adelson got a Medal of Freedom award. It's the highest civilian award. And it's very cool. But she's a she's first of all a a an immigrant, by the way. 
which you'd think uh, an illegal immigrant. So you'd think that that would be something you could uh, you could appreciate about her. And then also, she's a medical doctor and researcher who has done a ton to support people who are fighting drug addiction. So she's had these drug abuse treatment and research centers in Tel Aviv and Las Vegas. And and they ignore the fact that this woman is, is a woman of very high achievement. I mean, even more than her husband, of course, who is a Republican donor. But uh, but 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 they they rode her ass too for getting this medal of freedom. But the but the but the real buttheartedness there on the folks who support Unicorn Vision were the ones who uh, reserved their criticism Elvis Presley as being a a racist. And, and that President Trump is is sending some kind of like uh, dog whistle message to to uh, to to uh, white people. And keep in mind, though, by the way, Elvis Presley has received the same kind of criticism as Hank Williams. But the fact that the matter, and, and because there are all these people who claim that uh, they just co-opted black music and therefore uh, stole black music and 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 made money off of it, whatever, never minding the fact that people like Hank Williams Jr. and Elvis all grew up with with black people and around black musicians. I mean, Hank Williams Jr. I've I've been to his uh, house. In uh, Georgiana, I used to go into Florida, passing through before they built a different highway there. You'd kind of pass through on this small road, uh, Georgiana, which is right there uh, on the Alabama-Florida line. And it's where Hank Williams Sr. grew up. And he grew up in that area, and he used to sing at black churches, and that's kind of also why he had a certain part of his voice because he was mimicking some people who were singing, and so they they uh, they, they they actually got you know he he uh, he learned a lot of his music from them, and then also performed it. But keep in mind too, people like Elvis and Hank Williams also brought black music uh, to the forefront. And actually generalized it to a certain degree and actually ought to be thanked for that, which is why Elvis Presley has rarely been called. In fact, that's the first time I've ever even heard that Elvis Presley was a racist. I, I know, and, and have you all heard that Elvis Presley was a I, I That's the one thing about Elvis I've never heard. Like I get it, and he was he had a, he had something going when he shot his TV. He 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 was way ahead of his time. I wonder what he sh- what TV sh- does anybody know what was on TV when he shot it? Because he shot that TV, didn't he? At least that's the lore. And then of course he had his uh, peanut butter and banana sandwiches. They make fun of him for that. That sounds delicious. Are you kidding me? 
In fact, I think one time I did have a peanut butter and banana sandwich. It sounds really good. Yeah, sounds really good. So why was he being made fun of for that? I got to get uh, Kelly, my friend Kelly Peach in. She got a new book out. It's, a, it's kind of a second installment of her Elvis uh, fantasy book, which is great. And Kelly's great. So I'll, have, I'll, maybe I'll see if I can get her in this week. Since it's kind of a holiday week. So anyway, this guy who's a music, uh, music critic at the Washington Post said, uh, yeah, Presley is among the most pivotal and controversial musicians of the previous century. And by the way, how is El- have you ever heard Elvis Presley was, uh, was, uh, was controversial? Was Elvis Presley controversial? Matt? He was? Oh, because oh, because he of his hip swing? Oh yeah, okay. All right. Well, that, okay, that Golly, nowadays uh Yeah, thanks Julius. Robert Goulet was on TV. Thank you, buddy. I got you. Okay. Well, so he was he was um I guess controversial. Yeah, I guess you could call that controversial. Now, I guess now by by today's standards, what we call controversial, like you know, that that terminology is more uh, you know is more reserved. I guess, I th- always thought for other things, but but back in those days, I guess yeah, swiveling your hips was co- oh to be back in those days when swiveling your s- swiveling your hips was the was a controversial move. Yeah, I think uh, that old fuddy-duddy, what's-his-face, um, Ed Sullivan didn't uh, didn't like that. He didn't like – Ed Sullivan didn't like a lot of people. I'm sorry, but Ed Sullivan was kind of an ass sometimes. He didn't like Buddy Holly either. Ed Sullivan didn't. Crabby old Irishman is what he was. So anyway – Yes, Presley is among the most pivotal and controversial musicians of the previous century. So, yes, this is another needling mega maneuver. A little nod to the good old days back when black visionaries could invent rock and roll, but only a white man could become the king. I mean, by the way, this is the Washington Post guy who, who figured out a way to troll President Trump over his Medal of Freedom. Handouts. Yeah, Bindi, Ed Sullivan did have the new bands on, that's for sure. You're right. I'm just saying he was kind of prickly. Like, he, he would want to dictate, like, what songs were played and all. I mean, it was his show, so I don't blame him. I'm just saying he was he was a little prickly. But you know what? You're right. He was magnanimous because he had all those uh, those great bands on. Oh, I know why. I know why. I don't know why Elvis Presley was controversial. Yeah. 
I'm sure Colin Kaepernick thinks that Elvis is controversial. Heaven, heaven forbid you're white and you love America nowadays. Yeah, Bindi, I think Ed Sullivan banned... Um, no, he... Something happened where, where what happened is, like, the Buddy Holly one is a great example of that, where Buddy Holly was told that he could not perform a certain song, and he went on and performed the song anyway, because it was live. It's like, take that, Ed. Ed wasn't happy about that, but I don't know what happened with him. Oh, I'm white, and I love America. So I'm racist. Should see this. Um, one video of him. Not only doing this one, but it was another one. I can't remember what it was. And I played it for you. <laughs> listen to that. Listen to that. Listen to Elvis singing that dog whistle racist tune called "America the Beautiful." He's dog whistling to all the white people out there. <laughs> Love that man, Elvis. Anyway, so <laughs> I actually have the single of this. Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. Santa Claus kicked some butt, man. Anyway, it's on to the Washington Post guy who's going to ruin everything for us. He's got because he's got his unicorn vision going on here. His, he's got his uh, day vision unicorn vision glasses on. Yes, this overture looks ugly to anyone who feels antagonism and regression radiating from Trump's promise to make America great again. It's, it's amazing how that pisses people off when you talk about making America great again. That really makes people angry. Why does it make people so angry? And even some of these pansy, candy-ass Republicans, America was already great. So yeah, great for you and your and your uh, and your political donors. Yeah, those trade deals are working out great for your corporatist donors, but not for most of them. America was already great again. Oh yeah, tell that to the the people whose wages and jobs weren't there for the past two decades because of Republicans and Democrats, and are now back to where they should be thanks to President Trump. But boy, that "Make America Great Again" thing really pisses people off. I love that. Like, how do you, how does it, how does it make you angry? I've actually gotten a few. I had somebody the other day, and uh, and you know, I have a uh, I my my Jeep uh, wheel cover is an American flag, and uh, I. Uh, 
I got like a dirty look from somebody. Pulled up alongside me, got looked at me like to like check out who who is that with the American flag Jeep wheel cover. That's kind of how I felt. I don't get too upset about it, but I did kind of feel like I was like, it's, what did I do? Do I have a bumper sticker that says F you on it or something? No, it's an American flag uh wheel cover. <laughs> Funny. Anyway, we continue on with this goofball from Washington Post. Uh, and yes, it all feels especially absurd to members of the hip-hop generation. It's eldest citizens now past middle age who learn how to feel about the legacy of Presley the moment they first heard public enemies fight the power blasting a hole through our national mood in the summer of 1989. That's right. Baby, listen, let me tell you something, uh, Sweet Pea, writing here in the Washington Post. I remember the summer of 1989, and there wasn't jack crap that blew a hole through any national mood. I mean, you could, you could keep talking about Public Enemy and Fight the Power, but they were a hip-hop band. It was a pretty damn good song, but please, spare us the blasting a hole through the national mood. Like, that was like some groundbreaking... There was, 1989 was the most boring-ass year probably in American history, whether you have public enemy in it or not. Remember the summer of 89? It's like, no, I don't. Oh, yeah. Back in the summer of 89. I mean, who ever, who ever, who's ever come up with something like that before? Oh, back in 1989, I'll never forget. It's like, Really? I know I started at Channel 4 in 1989, but don't, don't tell me that 1989 was some groundbreaking year for anything. Anyway, so he goes on. Yeah, you know, the Chuck D line I'm talking about. Elvis was a hero to most, but he never meant ass to me. Well, of course not. It's 1989. You're a young black dude, and it doesn't... It doesn't there's no denying that that um, that Elvis doesn't mean s to you. It doesn't. It, that makes all the sense in the world because you know what? You don't mean s to my son Aiden, Chuck D, because he doesn't know who the hell you are, and you don't mean jack crap to my son Aiden. And I didn't even know who you were. So now, by the way, this isn't Chuck D saying this uh, now. And, and criticizing it, but this guy's going to go ahead and criticize it on behalf of Chuck D. Chuck D deserves his own Medal of Freedom, but nearly three decades after Fight the Power, America is still afraid of a black planet. So he'll probably receive his award posthumously too. I can't say that word, but posthumously, posthumously. 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 It's posthumously, Jamie. Yes, thank you. Posthumously. So he'll probably, I have to say it that way in order to say it correctly. So he'll probably receive his award posthumously too. Posthumously. 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 So, okay. You guys want to do the math with me? Uh, thank you, J.P. Soto. 
by the way, you and I need to talk. Yeah, when dead. That's right, Phil. So, okay. Here, here's what this guy from the Washington Post says in response to then Elvis receiving. I'm playing all Elvis Christmas. Hold on a second. <laughs> oh, hang on. I'm going to play a little something from Roused About because I, I really I feel like I'm in. I feel like I'm insulting Christmas. Yeah, I like this one better. So you guys want to do the do the math with me here? All right. So 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 he's basically saying that Chuck D from Public Enemy deserves a Medal of Freedom and will probably ha- die before he ever gets one, right? And he says um and this writer is angered by the fact that Elvis Presley gets a Medal of Freedom because, of course, Elvis Presley was a racist and blah, blah. And so he says Chuck D. deserves his own Medal of Freedom, but nearly three decades after Fight the Power, America is still afraid of a black planet. Okay. So you all want to do the, do a little math with me here? So when... Fight the Power came out. It was 1989. Then you go through 1991. In 92, President William Clinton, the, you know, the first black president, remember they called he called himself that? He was elected and then served two terms. Two terms. Then it was, okay, so that's eight years. Then it was eight years of GW. Then it was eight years of the first black president, okay? Barack Obama. Eight years of him. So I'm talking about uh, 24 years. I don't know where he came up with his math. Nearly three. So I guess it's nearly three. 24 years. Out of the 24 years that Chuck D was deprived of a Medal of Freedom... 16 of them were so-called liberals, and one of them was a black liberal named Barack Obama. And, and I don't recall Barack Obama giving Chuck D, well, he didn't, uh, a Medal of Freedom, did he now? We had eight years of that opportunity, but, is, but did this Washington Post critic ever actually uh, call... Uh, Barack Obama the task for not giving Chuck D from from uh, public enemy a medal of freedom you see the problem with all that and also this idea that America is still afraid of a black planet you mean the America that elected the first black president to two terms I mean it's so weird we had the same thing happen with Michelle Obama last week when 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 uh when president Obama was elected. It was the biggest thing ever. It was the biggest uh, deal in the world. And and then suddenly all these people are acting like uh, like it didn't happen. Like like it like it never even occurred. Like so so during the eight years that Obama's president, um, 
anybody who criticized him was a racist. But but he was still elected by a lot of white people. And then after he's gone, we're back to being a racist country again. It's like, how'd that happen? What happened? So anyway, they're not satisfied. But anyway, uh, still afraid of a black planet. That, I'm sorry, but but this is a country that elected a black president. I mean, I mean, maybe most of the country didn't embrace public enemy, but 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 uh, but to, to to say that we're afraid of black people is you're out of your mind. And by the way, uh, the the Elvis thing again being somehow racist is is brand new to me because I I, I had never heard it. And, and and as far as I know, uh, Elvis was apparently a uh, was a very generous guy and and was really just an, an amazing uh, person in his generosity and, and also brought up a lot of musicians and and helped them and everything else. And and the guy also so everything about the Medal of Freedom. Ceremony apparently just uh, just was was uh, was nuts. They, they he went crazy. But it was interesting. One thing about the Scalia's Medal of Freedom, which I felt, thought was really cool, and uh, and it was interesting. Uh, Justice Ginsburg was there because apparently she and Scalia were pretty close and they had a, a nice little relationship and and uh even though obviously they were on the uh opposite ends of the spectrum there but Ginsburg was uh there uh Thomas and Sotomayor were not there they weren't able to be there but all the other uh Supreme Court justices were there so uh that was pretty cool but you got you have to be really a crazy left winger to be to to watch a ceremony like that and and try to find uh some trouble with it did you guys see this saturday Night live thing it was way way too long but it but but laura ingram should be really happy because she's actually being uh cartooned and made fun of on saturday Night live now hang on blow my nose um she's she's um like for instance uh to me i would imagine that most people who watch saturday night live and i love laura ingram by the way but i would imagine that most people who watch saturday night live might not even actually know who she is of course i don't know how i don't know how ecumenical these people are in their tv viewing or whatever uh or, or their news viewing but and I know Laura Ingram's well known and should be, but she's and she's well known in our in our circles. But uh, they had her and Janine Pirro cartooned in this uh, in in this cold open, which was uh, which was going on in eternity. You want to hear a little bit of it? I, I, I just here's the thing. And maybe I'm mistaken, but do these people really even like? Do most people even who watch Saturday Night Live or are fans of that? Do they even really even uh, do they even really know who who she is? I don't know. 
you. Hello again, I'm Laura Ingram, and you're watching The Ingram Angle, which re-airs on Telemundo as La Madre del Diablo. <laughs> Later in the program, celebrities in California are whining about some tiny wildfires, while our heroic president is under constant attack from rain. <laughs> and we'll have a tribute to Thanksgiving, the one day a year when your alt-right uncle can really shine. Yeah, I, this is, I, I can't play this crap. Plus, this woman is really just uh, um, insufferable, whoever that is. Kate McKinnon. But you, you, you really, I, honestly, I, was, I thought about I, I flagged it and was going to play it for you. But this first 35 seconds, I, you, you, you can't listen to that for, for this long. There's a reason why you don't watch Saturday Night Live. And uh, so there's no, no reason for me to, uh, uh, to, to go ahead and... and uh, and play that for you. It was really bad, though. Did you? <laughs> did you also see what President Trump did with Adam Schiff over the weekend? It, it, actually, J.P. Soto, it is a horrible impression, and, and it wasn't funny at all. You're right, and and, and the fact of the matter is, uh, constant attack by rain. That's a reference, obviously, to the president um, who uh, who didn't make it to that cemetery in Paris because uh, because the Secret Service, we've already been there and done that, but I don't want to go back there. But just in case you're still hearing people say that the president didn't uh, wasn't right in um, not going to that cemetery, first of all, the weather did not allow the president to fly. They, don't, they won't fly Marine One in bad weather conditions. It's not safe. All right, it's it's not good, and the drive to the cemetery is fifty five miles. You you are not going to uh, you are not going to drive a presidential motorcade fifty five miles, especially through small French towns and everything else. It's hugely dangerous and you can't do it without a lot of planning and there's just not a chance in hell the secret service was going to allow that motorcade to go 55 miles it's it's not safe you know in a foreign country for crying out loud it's not safe so they weren't gonna go they're very protective i don't know whether you saw that video of uh of vice president pence staring putin down at that summit they had they had uh, Pence. He he had probably I've never seen a bigger uh, a bigger uh, bulletproof vest on a guy in my life. It was like it was like it was like he was uh, the Michelin Man. Man, they they really beefed him up. Anyway, uh, the Trump gave Adam Schiff a new nickname. Little Adam shit. <laughs> That's funny. Pretty pretty wild for the president to do that, though. Little Adam shit. So funny to see little Adam shit. S-C-H-I-T-T. <laughs> Talking about the fact that the acting attorney general, Matt Whitaker, was not approved by the Senate but not mentioning the fact that Bob Mueller, who is highly conflicted, was not approved by the Senate. And I don't even know whether or not Bob Mueller has to be approved by the Senate. I don't even care what the 
what the uh what the part is there, but uh little Adam shit. S C H I T T. Very funny. Way to go, President Trump. And then he goes, Wow, Mr. President, that's a good one. It is a good one, Adam shit. Wow, Mr. President, that's a good one. What's what was that like your answers to Mr. Miller's questions, or did you write this one yourself? Yeah. We'll see how it all goes. Uh, the president's not going to be indicted. Mueller's not going to be fired. And it's going to be another example of unicorn vision once again going south for all the fantasists out there who believe President Trump is going to jail, who believe that the caravan is just a bunch of nice little warm Honduran puppies that the French gas tax is a good idea, that Beto O'Rourke should be the next president when he can't even win a Senate race. You know, those kinds of things. Stacey Abrams is going to be the first black governor of Georgia. And Andrew Gillum is going to be the first black governor of Florida. Yep, so much for a unicorn of vision, working out really well for you. But we'll see how... We'll see how it all goes. Someone was asking about this Parkway teacher, uh, in, in the Parkway uh, school teacher, the substitute. The, the Post-Dispatch spent a uh, spent the weekend defending Parkway, uh, which is uh, which the school board there is, and the school district there is just run by a bunch of left-wing crazies who were uh, aided in their election by Stacey Newman and her slow son, Drew. And so, so these people have all been, uh, you know, that, that, that's your Parkway school board. And this guy, apparently, they're saying this substitute has, has a history of, of making, you know, controversial remarks. The substitute teacher went in and praised the kids for reacting positively to the Pledge of Allegiance. And, and, and he's, been, uh, he's been now taken out, and the Post-Dispatch did what the Post-Dispatch does, and that is they spent the, the whole weekend defending Parkway uh, and, and claiming that the teacher was a problem and, and, uh, and, and that, he was, he, he, that this, was, uh, this was typical of his behavior and blah 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 and 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 they 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 were just basically running interference for uh for for them had a pattern of inappropriate conduct according to the uh according to the and, and they called it the 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 uh the the papers calling it the uh pledge incident now, a Parkway substitute teacher who said he was fired over an incident involving the Pledge of Allegiance had a pattern of inappropriate conduct. It's interesting how they say he said he was fired. Could they not find that out by Parkway? Why wouldn't Park? Why wouldn't Parkway uh, simply say what they did? And Jimmy, no, the teachers' union is not going to. Uh, defend him believe me jim firkin uh and 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 that you've, you've seen the tape already probably asked the parkway school board on wednesday night to look into his ouster 
from his longtime substitute post at Parkway South High School. And he and he was um, accused of bullying a student who declined to recite the, recite the Pledge of Allegiance. And all actually the teacher did was thank that class for saying the Pledge of Allegiance. And you know what? What's wrong with being a teacher who thanks the students for saying the Pledge of Allegiance and the person who didn't isn't thanked, but that's not bullying. In a lengthy statement on Friday, Keith Marty, who's the lunatic Parkway superintendent there, said Firkin had, had been the focus of other complaints. He goes, we always try to protect the privacy of everyone involved during these matters. However, there's been an omission of important facts in this case. The truth is we recommend that this substitute not return due to a pattern of inappropriate conduct. Now, they didn't mention him by name, but. So uh, they, they're claiming now that Firkin, and they didn't use mention my name, said that he had earlier been restricted from another Parkway High School for recording video of students without their permission in class. And they had violated appropriate teacher-to-student interactions by sharing his personal contact information with students at South High. I don't know whether that's true or not, but probably shouldn't be doing that as a teacher anyway. But I, but I'm not quite sure whether or not that's, you know, whether or not that actually is 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 part of the handbook. Whatever. Yeah, Amy Keith Marty. Sure. Uh, the coach, the substitute was coached and reminded of his professional obligations. They wanted to say they did not maintain high standards we expect of adults who work with our children. Uh, and and they claim that um, Marty's Pledge of Allegiance stance was, he's, they said, by praising certain students for standing, the students who made the decision not to stand were humiliated and then teased. The class environment did not cultivate an atmosphere of learning and acceptance of the views and values of others. Oh, Lord. Can you, by the way, can you imagine a a like a social studies class in Parkway? How many of these same kids who uh, who were sitting in that class and recited the pledge, for instance, uh, how many of these kids have had to sit through classes where they're told by a teacher that white people are racist? Just like like inherently racist or or prejudiced or whatever. How many of them heard other controversial statements? I mean, in fact, I always thought that high school was was the time where you uh, you had teachers were provocative, and and like I understand it. One thing being provocative, and and and, and I, my teachers in high school were like that. And if we disagreed with them, we were we just disagreed with them. It didn't. There wasn't any, you know. We weren't getting bad grades because we were this or that. And 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 they were they were trying to start conversations and things like that. But apparently, if you're a conservative and you're starting a conversation, they don't like that. But the other ones all love to start conversations. Let's start a conversation about how about white privilege, shall we? 
I'm, and I guarantee you, there there have been conversations like that in this in this uh, in school. In response to the statement, Firkin said, the district threw me under the bus, and that's predictable, but I'm going to defend myself. There was no disruption whatsoever. So uh, Firkin said that he never shot video of any students, instead claiming that another teacher had asked him to take a photo of the students so the teacher could identify which students weren't participating in an assignment. And, of course, obviously that's a... uh, this happened several years ago at Parkway Central, and 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 Firkin said that was a huge mistake, and it was. I mean, you you, should, you know, teachers shouldn't be taking pictures of of students, especially if 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 teachers are utilizing the 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 pictures to try to see if somebody's not participating in assignment. But all the same, though, whatever happened to teachers just being you know being controlling their classrooms in 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 whatever formulation they should control them. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying that physical abuse or whatever is a is a good uh, is a good thing, but uh, but sometimes you know um, there are you know people who are um, kids who are disruptive, and, and and they're lucky. That's the worst it gets with getting a picture taken of them to to, to record their uh, to 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 sit there and and uh, catalog their disruptive behavior that I don't think that's such a bad thing anyway there are lots of problems with that nowadays but you know what I'm talking about and and that personal information sharing uh he shared his personal twitter account with students after they asked about books he'd written uh and on his t- Twitter page, students found inappropriate images, and Firkin said he'd been hacked. So I don't know what I don't know what's going on here, but that issue itself, um, th- there's a uh, there's a there's a place called Kelly Educational Staffing. It's an agency that supplies substitute teachers to Parkway, and they're the ones that have Firkin as as the employee. Um, Kelly Educational Staffing does not discuss specific employee information publicly. We're working with the district. Uh, on this situation. And, and they have, you know, uh, the, the, whether or not this guy could actually wind up suing or not, whether Firkin can sue or not, I don't know. Um, but some of the people who were asked about this, like legal experts say that generally school districts get a ton of different kinds. They have, there's a lot of latitude that they have, uh, in terms of dealing with people. And I, and I get it, you know, um, there, there was one, um, uh, it was a First Amendment case, and it was West Virginia Board of Education versus Barnett. And this is from 1943. And it's a ruling that prevent protects students from being forced to salute the American flag or say the Pledge of Allegiance, which ends one nation under God, individual liberty and justice. It was a victory for Jehovah's Witnesses. The religion forbids members of the denomination from saluting or pledging uh, to political symbols. And that still doesn't follow, uh, that still doesn't dovetail into this particular issue of a teacher thanking the kids for saying the Pledge of Allegiance. Now, it'd be different if he decided that he was going to punish a kid who didn't 
say something, who didn't say the Pledge of Allegiance. That would be a different story, and that, of course, would be wrong, and that would not be protected by the, uh, by the, by the, by the First Amendment. But still, you know, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a situation where he wasn't punishing them, but they're thinking, well, by saying other people are good, he was basically, you know, saying by implication that the other people were bad. I'm not quite sure that's the case. But anyway, that's the story. Uh, by the way, the Pope, the Pope agrees with President Trump. You see this? I don't know whether you guys did or not. Because believe me, you, you won't, it won't be positioned that way that the Pope agrees with President Trump. But nonetheless, it's true. Championing the cause of the poor, Pope Francis on Sunday lamented the wealthy few, that the wealthy few enjoy what injustice belongs to all, and said Christians cannot remain indifferent to the growing cries of the exploited and the indigent, including migrants. I mean, this is obviously coming from a guy who lives in a walled city, but who's counting? So let's just take the migrant issue out of there. And if that, if that, that was he was getting to, I, I, I really don't know um, what he's talking about there because people who – it is immoral, and I would challenge the Pope on this. It's immoral to allow people to invade somebody's home – or area, and then summarily make them indigent. And what you're seeing, for instance, in Tijuana, and I'll get to the point where where the Pope agrees with President Trump in a second. What you're seeing in Tijuana is a bunch of individuals uh, out there. And and by the way, Brandy, you point out you make a good point about about teaching techniques. It's also good parenting techniques. You, you don't you don't. It's much more fun as a parent and as a teacher to praise instead of criticize. In fact, it has a much a larger impact on kids, in my opinion, when you are praising them and elevating them and, and supporting them than it is when you're yelling at them and trashing them every time you turn around. Right? So so it stands to reason there's all kinds of things that you could say about uh, positive energy and, and, and what positive energy does when you convey it to other people and how different it is than negative energy. So, so if every time you turn around, all you're doing is criticizing a kid, that doesn't seem to, to work. And actually uh, reinforcing good behavior and praising good behavior is is a really great way to support children and also to have them behave. And I'm not saying over praise or over this or over that, but I am saying that generally when it comes to raising kids and teaching kids, one of the most effective means of doing so is by is by praising them when they do good things. Because if all you do is crap on them 
and don't and, and, and say, well, they're expected to be good. So um, I'm going to attack them when they're bad. It's like, well, that's not really that that's not really the case. Most people, uh, it's just human nature. When you are praised for doing something good, it encourage you encourages you to do good. I, it's, I don't know. It's very simple to me why people don't really understand that, but it's, uh, it's true. So sometimes you can, you can really get a lot out of it. And, and obviously when people are really super bad, you have to point that out and correct their behavior. And, but I get that, but, you know, anyway. So uh, the, the people in Tijuana, uh, the Pope can't possibly believe that they are unchristian by not supporting 2,000 people that suddenly descend on their community, not being citizens. They can't, they can't possibly believe that that's a, that that's a good thing. And, 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 and certainly the Pope can't possibly believe that these Tijuanans are uh, bad people for saying, um... We have 2,000 people who just showed up at our door, and we don't have any means of taking care of them because we're busy trying to take care of ourselves. Obviously, we can try, but, but that's, a, that's quite a struggle. And I, I told you the whole thing about the, uh, the good woman of Sichuan, right? The, the, the Bertolt Brecht parable where the woman who's a good Samaritan takes in all these people and they start to ruin her furniture, eat her out of house and home, and then suddenly she's left with nothing. So she goes from being a good Samaritan and trying to help people to not being able to help anybody because her generosity and her open-door policy collapsed under its own weight. That happens, that's what, that's, what socialism does. That's why in Venezuela, people are, you know, eating leaves because the, the, the government ran out of its ability to help people. And, what, and once, once the government doesn't do that and the, and the government's the only one helping you, you have nothing. And so, boom, you're out. That's how it worked. So anyway, the, the Pope can't possibly believe those people are not Christian. And, and my, my assumption is that he, I, I guess his, his latent message regarding migrants at least is directed towards white people because they're the only ones who can be unchristian and racist, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, uh, when Pope Francis talked about the wealthy few in, in enjoying what injustice belongs to all, he's actually saying exactly what President Trump said. And in fact, I think you can go back to uh, President Trump's original announcement of when he started to run for president. It's why he wanted to better our economy and why he wanted to uh, adjust the trade deals and change the trade deals. Remember that? Because he talked about how 
the globalists and the corporatists and the corporate donors and the politicians were really the only ones benefiting and the wealthy were the only ones benefiting from these trade deals. The rest of the people working in blue-collar jobs and everybody else, they were not They were suffering at the hands of Republicans and Democrats and their trade deals that they all made. And, and, and they were and they were suffering because at that at that time the only people who were really getting uh, tax cuts that were helping their families were the people who were the most wealthy or who had the best accountants. Remember that? But this was President Trump talking. And so what President Trump did, he did the moral thing, which is hard to find in governance. He did the moral thing and decided he was going to create a U.S. economy that was more inclusive of everybody. And I guarantee you that most people who love on Pope Francis or whatever, they probably think that Pope Francis is uh, hates Donald Trump, whatever. But the reality is, I don't know what, what Pope Francis feels about, uh, about uh, President Trump, but I do know President Trump and his policy is reflecting exactly what Pope Francis is lamenting. That uh, the 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 wealthy few feast on what belongs to all, he says. I don't I don't know whether it necessarily belongs to all, but everybody ought to have a chance to participate in, in an economy, and that's exactly what President Trump is doing. And you can see that with his with the, with the uh, wage increases we've seen historically rising, with the uh, with the Black unemployment rate, historically low. The Hispanic unemployment rate, historically low. We're almost at full employment. And, and we're, we're almost to the point where we are, um, we are our unemployment rate is, is uh, almost it can be down to zero. Wages are increasing. Blue-collar jobs are increasing. Manufacturers Manufacturing is increasing. We're no longer just a service economy. We're actually building things now or more. And then you have the liberals coming in and even ruining it. The Congratulations to the Post-Dispatch and David Nicholas, who wrote an ex- excellent article in the Post-Dispatch about the uh, minimum wage increase that everybody voted for or that passed. I voted against it. And I voted against it because I knew exactly what the outcome was going to be. And David Nicholas pretty much nailed it, that uh, there are going to be a lot of people hurt, especially in rural areas, uh, because in in, uh, in urban areas, a lot of these places, because of the cost of living and everything else, they're, they're more than happy to go ahead and uh, and increase their their wages. But in areas, some smaller companies and things like that, in rural areas, they can't afford to pay those kinds of uh, of wages. They can't afford to suddenly pay people eleven dollars an hour when they were paying them seven. So what happens is these companies then uh, decide that they are going to uh, they're going to lay people off. That that's what happens when when you're forced to spend more money on employees. What you do is you. Uh, is you is you wind up having to get rid of some of them that $15 an hour minimum wage they were all proposing the business people said okay great 
make a, we'll have we'll have 10 people we have 10 people we're going to go down to 6 or maybe even 7 just to afford to pay the others the $15 you're making us pay them is exactly what happens in in areas and so uh David Nicholas pointed out that studies are showing that 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 it looks that there are economists who say it looks like the people who are going to be most hurt by this are people in rural areas young people in rural areas but what do the left care about those people right Claire McCaskill didn't care about those people she cared about the people in the urban areas right Hillary Clinton and all the yes. So, yeah, that's what's going on. Anyway, I got I to gotta get out of here. It's already 9 o'clock. So I uh, hope uh, you guys had a fun time. I know I did. Lots of, lots of stuff today that we, uh, we covered. And so it's fun. No shortage of uh, things to talk about. Thank you to Proctor Drapery. Proctor spelled like doctor. Michael Proctor, seven days a week is where he is heading. Seven days a week. Thank you, guys, for listening to the show. Appreciate you guys, Facebook and stream beyond. Proctor spelled like doctor. ProctorDrapery.com. Window fashions that are affordable, a great value. Michael, 45 years in the window fashion business. He competes with all the real luxury guys, but he'll give you luxury and beauty and excellence at a much more reasonable price than the other guys and value, too. And you don't have to go anywhere seven days a week. Matthew Mitchell and the Matthew Mitchell Allstate Agency, thank you. 855-QUOTE-ME, 855-QUOTE-ME. Low premiums, low deductibles, all at the same time. Yes, my people. Love that guy. Auto, home, and life. Thanks to Discovery Design. Truck care and manufacturing. Yes, indeed. DDTruckUSA.com for all of your fleet needs or individual truck needs. Discovery Design has it all for you. Santino Cigars and Cocktails. Talked to you about them a little bit earlier. Nice little place to kind of dip out of the holiday mayhem and have a beautiful cocktail or a couple fingers of whiskey. Whatever it is, they got it for you at Santino Cigars and Cocktails right there on uh, Vogel Road. You know what? I want you guys to go there and tell them I sent you and... My buddies down there say they'll give you a uh, free cigar when you mention my name. It's pretty cool. Tell them Jamie Ullman said you get a free cigar at Santino Cigars and Cocktails right there on Vogel Road in Arnold. Thank you, Rick and Tracy Ellis. TracyEllis.com. Appreciate you guys as always. And don't forget, folks, Nutrition HQ, NHQ.rocks is where you can find all your supplement needs, your pre-workout needs, your proteins for ladies and men, things to make you leaner, sharper, stronger, Nutrition HQ, NHQ.rocks right there in Rock Hill, Manchester and McKnight. So check that out as well. 
Thanks for listening, everybody. See you tomorrow.